That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Everybody, welcome to Bat Force Radio, a Batman slash DC podcast with no limits. We bring you everything from DC comic book reviews, video games, animation, movies, guests, industry guests, you name it. Bat Force, that's us. Let's get the panel out tonight. I got old Arkham Asylum LPC over in Jersey. Still here. <laughs> I got I got the tr- the Trunkler over in Chicago, aka Trunken Wolf, motherfucking Trunken Wolf, ladies and gentlemen. Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Grumpler over in New York. The Grumpler laughs. Oh shit, I got a Grandpa Batman over in Texas. Howdy. Got Bad Force Tom over in sunny California. Paul, what's up? I got Robin Cross up in Canada. Bumblebee Tuna. Alright, bullet points. Justice League. Justice League Red Carpet recap, uh, Rotten Tomato controversy, Justice League movie review. All right, Tom, take us through the red carpet. All right, so um, this past Monday evening, um, myself and Legends of Lego Batman had the pleasure of attending the red carpet premiere of Justice League at uh, Hollywood at the Dolby Theater. And uh, real quick, I got to give two big old chicken ball shout outs. Number one to Sean Risley, our good buddy, who's been uh, listening to the Bat Force for quite some time. And uh, that's how we got to know him. And just, I mean, the dude's got his finger on the, I mean, I wouldn't even say he's got it on the pulse. I would think he has his finger in of the pulse. So he just knows, just knows how to, how to sniff things out when they're happening. And he hooked it up with information on how to get some early advanced screening passes and how to get into the red carpet premiere. So we did that and got some tickets. And uh, Monday afternoon, I, uh, Legends uh, of Lego Batman met at my house and then we drove out to Hollywood and we learned a lot about, you know, uh, how to get into red carpets in general as far as when you're a fan, how you're selected for them and how regardless of what time you get there, that does not fucking matter one bit. It all comes down to whoever they want to pick to get on the red carpet. So we ended up lining up in the Warner Brothers line. Um, There was also a one iota line which is a service that you can sign up for that uh, gives you passes to basically anything, any, any filming thing that happens in like Hollywood or, or New York or anything like that. Uh, but we got down there and uh, I, I did not read the ticket. You know, I was so excited when, when legends got it that he just told me, Hey, you know, uh, let's get down there early and line up and we'll get in. And then once we got there, um, we looked at the ticket and the ticket said, uh, please dress up as your favorite justice league member. All of those who are not dressed up, uh, there's a strict um, dress code enforced, and I'm standing there with my leather jacket with pins all over it, with a Batman t-shirt and jeans, and um, and kicks. And I'm like, shit, we're not gonna get into this thing. Well, you look uh, like Aquaman, so <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I thought I look you were like Aquaman. A shaved head Aquaman. I'll take that, man. Um, so. Long story short, you know, we were like, fuck, man, we're not going to get in this red carpet premiere. I just wanted to go see the movie again, right? I had gotten the chance to see it two weeks ago, 
And uh, there was things that I missed that I wanted to make sure to catch the second time. And so I was excited to just go see the movie. Um, so our expectations were low. However, we became, you know, we as people do, when, when you're in line, you you become friends with whoever's around you when you're talking. And we uh, started talking to this um, lovely young lady named Chambliss who just moved from, I want to say she moved from Texas recently to go to school. Uh, I want to say she was in, I think she was in Dallas. So uh, probably a friend of Grandpa Batman's. But um, Chambliss, big, huge chicken ball shout out to Chambliss. Uh, I believe her Instagram handle is Happy Chamby at Happy Chamby. Poked um, it up. Is she huge really that happy? She's pretty happy, man. She's happy. a pretty happy girl. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Very positive, bright <laughs> smile, pearly whites, the whole nine. Um, but she uh, was in a Wonder Woman cosplay. Uh, did a great job of that. So she was just decked out as a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. And um, you know, we were talking and whatever. And as the Warner Brother people started coming around, we noticed that they started picking out everyone who's in cosplay first. Right. Regardless of when you got there, or what um, there's this little girl who was dressed up as one woman. She's all over the pictures, too. If you see the pictures from the premiere and we noticed that the, they took her and they took everyone she was with her family. Uh, so I go to Chambliss and I'm like, hey, we're with you. We're with you. She's like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. And so they came up to her. Obviously, they gave her a wristband and they're like, OK, who are you with? And she's like, oh, here are my three friends. And there was another good guy there. Uh, his name was Hayden. Also, shout out to Hayden. He's a really cool guy. Um, we got in with Chambliss, Legends Lego Batman as well. They marched us right up and um, they patted us down, walked us up to Hollywood Boulevard right in front of the Dolby Theater. We went through security and we literally walked onto the red carpet and up to the bleachers and we sat right behind um, Sylvia Slays, who's uh, an Instagram, on Instagram, she's a, a cosplayer and Wonder Woman is Real, who's a very popular Wonder Woman cosplayer because she looks exactly like Linda Carter. And um, Batcave Productions, who does a, a pretty sweet uh, Batfleck cosplay. Um, so we sat right behind them, which was perfect because all night the celebrities kept going right up to them because they were like the best dressed. And I mean, you'll see pictures on their Instagram, on Warner Brothers, on the, the Justice League Instagram, on their Twitter, on the official DC, on Gal Gadot's. I mean, we got pictures and we were in all those pic- Legends of Lego Batman got a selfie with Gal Gadot, man. It's like insane. That's crazy. Watching, you know, just for us watching while you guys were there. It was crazy seeing how much you guys were showing up on the official Justice League social media pages. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. You guys were in everything. Yeah, yeah, I was walking. I was grocery shopping and just laughing my ass off. And people are looking at me like, what is this guy? It, it was it was definitely cool because like we did not expect for any of that to happen. My, I, I did not expect to get on the red carpet. I thought at most we'd be like across the street with some decent um some decent you know pictures that we like i i was like oh i can zoom in you know i'll be able to get some pictures and i'll get a couple pictures for the for the pose for the page and then i'll get a picture here and there and then that's it right no man we live streamed the whole thing um we live ezra miller stepped on people he jumped into the crowd and said hi to fans was autographing literally jumped into the crowd and, and was shaking hands ray fisher brought like his entire family he had like a posse with him man like he he had like no joke 15 people rolled in with him and you could tell they were so stoked to be there because they all had their cell phones out and they're all filming the fans and filming the crowd and they're freaking out just as much as everybody else is. Uh, Jason Momoa came out. He was really cool too. He went, he kind of, he kind of, I think he was overwhelmed. I don't think he's ever seen that much craziness because I think like he was smiling, but he was almost like scared a little bit by everyone like freaking out. Henry Cavill came out and I, dude, I cannot say enough nice things about that guy. That dude went to every single fan that he could one by one autographed and took selfies with everybody. And there's two sides of the stadium that he uh, 
two two risers on either side of the red carpet. He went to, he went from one end to one end, and then he went across the island did the same thing. So that yeah. dude is hundred percent like humble, humble. He's happy to be there. Super, just nice dude. Like very, very uh, thankful for the fans, and that was really cool to see. I mean, he stayed out there the longest out of everybody. And uh, while he was still out there, Gal Gadot came out, and she did. I mean, she was just as gracious, man. Like, um, she went end to end as well. Took pictures, took selfies. She took people's phones in her hand and turned around and was taking selfies. Um, and you could see she did that with Legends' phone. So we got in a couple pictures of that. And she, dude, she, I mean, I, I, you've seen pictures of her. You've seen what she looks like. But it's like, I can't explain how beautiful that woman is. Like, she is just beyond stunning like she's so tall and she's thin so it makes her look even taller she looked like she was like seven foot but she's just like she's impossibly photogenic it's crazy uh, and but she's i think what just makes it better is that she's so nice and she's smiling she's making faces um she loved the amazon she loved uh sylvia and one room is real she like took selfies with them she was making faces and stuff like that just incredible man the whole cast was so cool um so basically you know we we basically we sat there and enjoyed seeing the cast come out tiffany's tweets was there she was emceeing the event uh doing the facebook live interviews for everybody if you guys haven't gotten a chance to check it out go to facebook the justice league facebook and everything's there and it's pretty cool i mean they did interviews and stuff like that and you see us in the video too as well then ben came out last obviously because he's you know the star or whatever and so he came out and um Took pictures with everybody. Um, same thing. He went up and down every row. But they were kind of hurrying him along at that point. I think at that point, it was already like 7 p.m. is when the movie was supposed to start. So by the time Affleck came out, you, there was like security pushing him along. Um, so they wanted to get everybody in the theater and, and everybody uh, in into uh, into the Dolby to pile everybody up to start the thing. So um, the Batmobile was at the end of the red carpet. So all night long, we got some awesome shots of that. That was really cool to see. But man, it's it was cool. I've never been to an actual fan red carpet premiere. They were they had people there that were tossing T-shirts. They were tossing pins, hats, bunch bunch of free stuff a bunch of free gear and uh, it was a good time man like i did like i said i did not expect to be able to do that to get the footage that we did to do the live stream that we were able to do um i tried to make sure that we got everybody each actor i kind of tried to, to stream each time they came out legends is pissed because i was able to film gal taking his phone and taking a selfie but mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't save the live stream of that so <laughs> <laughs> that footage is gone forever but it was How, just cool what man. time did you guys get there in the morning but probably left i think we got on the road at like 11 we got in there probably like around noon and we got in line about i would say like 12 15 we got in line because we kind of walked around a little bit uh, on hollywood boulevard just kind of took pictures of stuff and we got we got in the line about 12 15 but like i said it does not matter we would not have gotten in if it hadn't been we made friends with Chambliss, who was cosplaying. If she was not standing right next to us, there was no way we probably would have gone into that thing. So we were out was, there. I mean, it was a, it was like an all day thing. Oh, dude, like yeah, it's the day, it's the whole day just to try to get into that thing. And there's people that were there as long as us that I'm sure didn't get in at all. You know, but the yeah. thing is, is that I'm sure they didn't get into the red carpet. But I think most people got a ticket to the the movie um, because I did know I recognize somebody. I think he um, he does like a YouTube channel and I recognize him getting at the end of the line. And I was like, man, I wonder if that guy's going to be able to get in. He didn't make it under the red carpet, but he did get a ticket to the premiere. Um, so they, they try to give as many people as I think it was about 500 tickets that they gave out to the premiere. And so we go in, we see the movie. Everybody loves it. It's really cool to see it with fans because 
You're in the same theater with the actors? Yes, the Dolby Theater, where they hold the Academy Awards. Um, There is a spillover theater. They used part of the Chinese theater as a spillover. I'm not really sure if they needed to, though, because when I looked out at one point, I don't think the theater would... Wait, did you watch the movie with Gal Gadot in the same room? If I mean I don't know if they also the the, yeah. the theater that the cast was sitting in that was the theater that we were sitting in but I don't know if the cast stays for the entire movie I doubt that they do I they probably go in yeah. they probably go in they probably take a couple pictures and maybe they stay for like the opening and then they leave they bounce yeah there was an after party in the in the Jimmy Kimmel parking lot I wish we would have remembered or thought to try to go by and check and maybe even try to sneak in but we just were we were so high off the whole night that we didn't even think about it above all that after the movie we got it we spilled out into the uh, the lobby and um you know all the fans are smiling they're like oh my god did you see this part of this part blah, blah blah so it was clear after we saw the movie i mean i i had seen it earlier i knew that everyone was gonna like it after that it was clear man this is gonna be a major hit with fans for sure because everyone in that theater was either connected to the film because they they made it or they knew someone who did or they're in it or they're fans who lined up to get a ticket to go see it so everyone there had an investment in that movie Everyone there left happy. I did not see one person complain the whole time. So we came out in the um, in the lobby, and by chance we ran into our buddy Sean, Sean Risley. So he's out there, and we're talking to him, and you know we're talking, and he's like, "Oh, did you see this part?" Blah blah blah. He's like, "Hey, did you see any of the cast?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, we got took pictures of these guys." And he's like, "There's a lot of comic book creators here. There's a lot of writers and a lot of um, artists. Like, let's go, let's go to that lobby. Let's try to find some of them." Hmm. So we go we go downstairs where everyone's coming out of the theater and uh, we're kind of standing there and like, you know, there's a crowd. So people are trying to see who they can see leave. And I'm like, man, these people are looking for the celebrities. Like, I just we, we just want to see the comic book creators now at this point. And then uh, Legends was like, well, who do you want to see? And then I swear, you know, I was like, you know what? To be honest with you, dude, I don't care. As long as we see Jeff Johns. I didn't even finish speaking his name. Hmm. And he walks right in front of us. So <laughs> Jeff Johns. And boom, yeah. he's right there. So he shows up. And so Legends and I, at the exact same time, we scream his name, Jeff, right into the ear of a security guard standing right next to us. Does Legends say, someone get a pen, someone oh. get a pen. This time, you know, I'm, I'm usually pretty good about, like, not getting starstruck or freaking out but i love jeff johns so much that like i've kept my cool around everybody for the most part that i can think of and and been like pretty cool and not not freak out i couldn't contain my shit when i saw him because i fucking love jeff john and so we see jeff and we scream his name just like jeff right and then the security guard goes man what the fuck's wrong with y'all man Man, what the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? You fucking crazy, man! And I'm like, hey, sir, I'm sorry, man. I'm really sorry. And then Jeff comes over to us and he starts shaking our hand. And the guy goes, oh, oh, okay, okay, y'all with him? All right, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. And and so like, um, we're talking. I mean, we were so happy to see him that like we couldn't even get anything out really. We're like, Jeff, man, oh man, so good to see you, dude. Did you like? I didn't even remember what we said. We were just like, Jeff, good. And he's like, hey, cool, all right, good seeing you guys. And I'm like, hey, can we get a picture? And he goes, oh yeah, sure. So we got a selfie with Jeff Johns, which that was just like icing on the cake for the night. <laughs> and, then, and then the security guard, after we got the picture, the security guard goes, all right, man, uh, y'all got to get the fuck out of here now, though. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, sorry about that, dude. And like tapped him on his back and we like walked out. But, um, and, then, and then we stopped in and out on the way home. So, I mean, the night was beautiful, beautiful night. It's like a cherry on the Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so it a was just a lifetime opportunity. Yep. In and out, yeah, for sure. Like I said, you know, we we didn't. I I didn't. I did not expect to get onto the red carpet. I I thought we'd get close to be able to get pictures, but I mean, I was up in Ben Affleck's grill, man. Like I was 
like right there, right next to him. Gal was not even a foot away from me. I couldn't. It's just crazy, dude. It was nuts. I breathed in the aura for sure. (laughs) And and I was like, what's what smells like fresh baked cookies? Oh, my God. Everything that we experienced that night, we literally fell into like and now we we were talking about all night. Me and legends. I was like, dude, if we had if we had left like a split second later or earlier, if we hadn't have met Chambliss in line, if we hadn't have talked to Sean, if we hadn't have seen him in that moment, we'd never see Jeff Johns at that moment. You know, just everything was so funny how like it all kind of clicked into place for the night. So awesome. And then you got home, you got home and Lolo was like, oh my God, I saw your photos. She's like, why <laughs> you went home so late? So late. <laughs> we're, we, we're going to Target tomorrow, Tom. Put on the red shirt, Tom. Why did I move back in? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go walk on the red carpets of Target. <laughs> <laughs> Just made me made me regret giving up that that bachelor apartment, but whatever. <laughs> Good people of Gotham, this is Bad Force Tom's wife. Thank you for listening to Bad Force Radio. Now will you take the trash out? Fine, God, do it now. Speaking of red, uh, we all knew the day was coming. We knew what was gonna happen with Rotten Tomatoes. There was no, f- <laughs> we knew it was gonna happen. There's no fucking way these fucking cr- nut job critics were gonna were gonna praise a DC movie. I got some theories, but real quick, Tom, take us to that controversy real quick that just popped up. Yeah. So literally, as we're getting ready to jump on to record this, you posted uh, a tweet from uh, this journalist named Mark Hughes, uh, who's very popular. He's got a big following, and I forget which publications he writes for, but they're pretty significant. And um, he was stating that he logged on to his account to write his review for Justice League, and he noticed that there was already a rating and there was already a score generated for him. And he was like, whoa, what the hell? He's like, I didn't write this. I didn't send this out. I didn't post this. And so he got in touch with Rotten Tomatoes because he was kind of like, who did this on my behalf? I did not do this. I did not log on. And he got in touch with Rotten Tomatoes, and I guess someone got back to him that basically said the way Rotten Tomatoes looks, the way Rotten Tomatoes works essentially is every a lot of people are, get a misconception that it's like one entity that decides a score, which isn't the case. They compile, or they're supposed to compile all these different scores and all these different ratings and reviews from journalists across you know wherever, and from that they take you know, your score and they generate a percentage of from these critics, this is how many enjoy or this is how many praise the film. Therefore, ninety-eight percent fresh means like ninety-eight percent of critics enjoyed the movie or gave it a positive review. Right. Um what he found then is that he found actually that's not the case, is that the way it was explained to him was when you have an account for Rotten Tomatoes, I guess they generate based on previous reviews and based on previous scores that you give that they will generate like a template review or score. And and I guess it could get entered for you without you even knowing it. So he was like, hold the fucking phone. He used to be this big champion for Rotten Tomatoes saying like the critics have the ultimate say at the end. So he was very outspoken previously saying like you can't um, you can't bitch about Rotten Tomatoes a website because all they do is compile multiple reviews and give you the give you the average, right? Then he tweeted, I have to correct myself to the general public because that is no longer the case. You know, I have found that Rotten Tomatoes actually does have a final say in uh, what you state. So if you're not clear in your review, if you don't clearly go one way or the other, there's a chance that they may take what you're saying either as positive or negative and they'll they'll decide if it's fresh or not. 
um, basically just dispelling this fucking myth that anyone should listen to them and that they have any, you know, governing fucking opinion over these films, which I've never given a shit what any critic has ever said. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. You know, I, I, I go in and I watch everything on my own. I think most of you guys do as well. So it just kind of goes to show, like, stop fucking listening to other people who don't have an investment in the fandom that you do. These are dudes that probably don't read comics a lot of times. These are dudes that, you know, they, they may like it. They may not. They may be casual. They may not be. But if you're a fan, listen to other fans. Don't listen to a dude that's like 45 years old that doesn't have hey, the what? same experience with these characters that you do. That doesn't care about them as much as you do, you know. So that's basically what it's saying at this point. So I hope that what this means is a, a greater number of people. I, I hope it means that fucking Hollywood and whoever puts them up on a pedestal will realize, like, they're not shit. Why are we listening to them? Why are we? Why does anyone care what Rotten Tomatoes says? You know oh, what I mean? Who owns them? It sounds that... like a bunch of hack jobs to me. <laughs> you tell them trunks. <laughs> Fucking tell them trunk and wolf. Well, but I, I mean, from what Matt Hughes is saying, I mean, I can understand that. You know, if you're a website that take like I guess how they used to do it, you know, take everyone's reviews and say, okay, well, seventy uh, percent liked it, thirty percent didn't. But if they're saying, okay, well, this guy kind of had a mediocre. Or, in some cases, well, we're just going to take a template based off of what you previously said about these types of movie. I don't know. You know, I mean, how, how can you... The good thing about Rotten like Tomatoes a- is that they have a media review, and then they have a fan reaction. <laughs> it's true. But, you know, that can be biased also. You can get a little, you know, a bunch of hater nerds on there and just automatically give it one star, you know, or well, whatever it is. Well, but, like, at seeing this movie, I will say it's... It's uh, as far as being a movie, it's a good movie. I would say I wouldn't. Yeah. I would say it should be in the range, maybe seventy. Uh, it doesn't deserve like below forty. It's ridiculous. My theory is three th- that these a lot of these critics, if you read their shit, they're one of three things. One, there are a lot of critics out there. People, film critics, do not like Zack Snyder. They had this yeah. ready to go before this fucking oh, yeah. movie was even released. So that's one of them. Two, we're not saying all of them, but there are people out there that are in the pocket of Disney and are uh, these media outlets that are involved with Disney. That is true. Not all of them, but there are some. So that's another percentage. And third, there are critics that have come to believe that superhero movies have to be goofy family comedies. They are programmed that way to, at this point uh, through tr- certain track records. Then you add these percentages up and it's just this warped thing. But the thing is, superhero movies, they're kind of immune. Most of them are kind of immune, I think, to Rotten Tomatoes anyway, if you really think about it. They're gonna, the studios are going to make their money. You know, with certain exceptions like that Fantastic Four movie that was a, a total <laughs> bag of shit. And this theory that I have, I think, is true because when you when I saw Iron Man 3 being certified fresh, that's when I knew. Because Iron Man 3, not even as a superhero movie, but as a movie alone, has to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just a fucking pile of fucking trunkless shit. Um, <laughs> I don't see any uh, Rotten Tomatoes award shows, so I don't really give a fuck about them. <laughs> yeah, it's just... The, well, you have to think, a lot of, there are a lot of film critics out there that have agendas, too. And occupational <laughs> film critic... Like one ones. step above an Uber driver. But... <laughs> hey, well, no, an, an Uber driver gets you somewhere. Oh. Or does a movie reviewer get you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's also something that is interesting is, even with Batman vs. Superman, it got a 27% percent fresh or 27 percent rotten and it got 63 percent uh audience uh appeal yeah, yeah. which is a huge yeah it was a huge fucking difference like what the fuck obviously there's a division in the room there but on top of that this movie now justice league is getting an 88 percent 
fan satisfaction. And what was it, 30 or 40-something? I can't even remember what it was. And you have to remember, was, the, the whole marketing thing for Thor Fraggle Rock was they kept reiterating highest reviewed, high, which it's tied with Wonder Woman, by the way. It's not the highest review. But it's like highest reviewed Marvel movie. That, that, that was the whole pitch. But it doesn't mean shit if it's not a good movie <laughs> or not. You know, it's the fans that speak and... 36 percent that's fucking retarded it's sitting at 36 percent right now that is so dumb someone posted recently that uh thor ragnarok got rated higher than shawshank redemption yeah <laughs> no, it's, it was it was thor thor ragnarok got a higher fresh rating than shawshank redemption and forrest gump i can't trust you anymore and they used the leo wow thor fraggle shutter right? island yeah, don't worry. Wait for Infinity Jokes, boy. Wait for Infinity yeah. Jokes. Ron Tomatoes is a bag of shit. It's rotten, dude. Pretty I mean, I, I wouldn't... But I never listen to critics anyway. It's not even... They're not criticizing the movie. They're just, you know, compiling the scores. And well, they're, 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 they're not even doing what Rotten Tomatoes is doing there without them knowing. So it's... Yeah, they're, they're doing a shitty if job. You, if you're looking for scores, you weren't interested in the subject to begin with. Yeah. Right. But here, here's yeah. here's the good news with all of this, in a way, is that they've seen that Batman vs. Superman made over $800 million with everything in the sink thrown at it. Mm -hmm. So what is that... So what does that tell you? It's that with every movie that comes out and they try to trash, these reviews get more irrelevant. It's like people expect, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, I knew they were going to say that. You know, I'm just gonna see the movie anyway because i enjoyed the past whatever movies go to the movies yourself and decide for yourself right trunken wolf hell yeah i think that's what that 800 million dollars says oh Man. shit yeah, so people loved it oh and for the record you know, I mean, I, the blue it broke uh, records in terms of blu-ray sales nobody mm. buys a fucking blu-ray if they don't like the movie i don't know anyway, except for except for ziggy but you know <laughs> uh, it's no problem talking to you know friends or at the comic comic shop talking to that's one camera. People about you know what, what their what their thoughts of the movie was, but yeah. in the end, I mean, you should go into the, you know you should go see the movie before you know don't let other people decide for you what you think the movie will be. Damn right, Trunken Wolf. All right, so uh, the Justice League movie review. I guess we'll open it up with initial reactions. So let them fly. Wow. We've all just uh, aside from uh, maybe Tom, we've all just come from watching it. Yeah. So I, I came out of the theater uh, maybe an hour ago now, and I already want to go see it again. Nice. That's exactly how I Same. Felt. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Trunks? No, I mean, it was, um, uh, initial reaction was, it was kick-ass, but I had issues with it. Yeah. And I, felt, I don't, yeah. for some reason, I mean, I'll be honest, for some reason I thought, I, I tried going there with no expectations at all, but for some reason, I'm just going to say, the, the trailers had me hyped up, and the movie didn't quite meet that exact hype I, I feel completely the opposite nice yeah i, I was worried, I, I was you know sitting there i'm like i just can't believe this like when is this gonna get bad because this is fucking amazing yeah and that's awesome and it didn't until the screen went black talk a little bit about uh your worries because i think that um i didn't want to be as vocal about mine because i didn't want to speak them out into existence but my worries that i had going into the movie were number one why the fuck did they chop up and reshoot three months worth of footage and add supposedly 90 pages worth of script. Why uh, is Danny Elfman going to use the exact same music from 89 and make it kind of seem a little out of place? And there was a couple other things too. Switching directors is crazy. So those were like the bigger issues that I was worried about going in. Coming out, holy fuck. I forgot all about all of those. We'll try something new this time. We'll bounce back and forth between pros and cons. So everybody get your thoughts together. While you guys get your thoughts together... 
let's go through each of the um, the members in the movie and, and see what you think. Uh, I, I'll start with um, I really liked Cyborg. I like that oh, kid. Man. I think he's cool as fuck, man. I think yeah. he has this way about him, like he's cool, he's, he's confident, he's down yeah. about, he's so down, but he's trying to build himself back up from this, you know, the accident with the mother box and everything, and yeah, um, and he ha- he has a good character arc through the movie, both in his personality and with what people were so worried about the first time we got a look at him they were worried about the way he looks oh he doesn't look like from the comics or from the cartoons but you find out that through the whole movie you find out as soon as you meet him that he's still evolving the mother box the, the mother box tech that uh you know that has been bonded to his body is still evolving and developing things and his appearance changes i felt for him yeah. man everything he was going through uh Trunken wolf rips him in half. <laughs> Fucks him up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing that I was blown away by that I did not expect is how well the dude can carry a scene on his own or amongst fucking A-list celebrities. Good. That, yeah. that, dude, that dude can be at the front of the scene and you believe it. Like, he holds his own with Ben Affleck and Gal. And there's scenes sometimes when, like, it's his fucking scene in the movie, you know? Yeah. And he's, he's and, clutch, and he's, too. He's clutch for the, um, what was that vehicle called that Batman had? The, uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Oh, the Nightcrawler. He was clutch yeah. with the Nightcrawler. He was clutch with the Mother Box at the end. So he was, you know, he was like the uh, the go-to guy. I, I didn't, like, I didn't go in thinking I would dislike him, but I was surprised at how much I liked him. Yeah. Similar to how I was surprised that... I didn't hate Will Smith in, in Suicide Squad. I thought he was probably one of the better parts of the movie. And I, I came out liking that. You know, yeah. I was like, damn, I really liked Will Smith in Suicide I really liked him as Deadshot. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Same, same thing. I was like, man, I really liked that kid as Cyborg. Yes, the Cyborg kid was cool. He was the only one not really cracking any jokes, which was kind of cool. He was just, um, he just had a lot of pain oh. through all this evolution with the, the alien tech taking over his body. And yeah, it was, it was really interesting, the character. It's the first time he really been ever been interested in Cyborg. You saw his personality evolving and even through Superman's involvement, how Superman changed him because he was so dark and negative and depressed about what he had become. He, he felt he was this monster and then by the end of the movie after he had helped save the world and he had that moment with superman he was so completely changed and he even said i want to live yeah. uh, he, no he said he said i like living that was what it was. well and at the, when you first saw cyborg he was similar i got like a lot of emotions from him that he felt like he was a monster and everything like you guys said but when it came down to when it was when they were fighting the parademons and stuff and wolf and everything it's almost like there was zero emotion, and they kind of, I think, towards the end when they actually see Superman, his, I think the, the the machine part of him takes over, and I don't know, like he didn't have any emotions when he was fighting the Parademons, pretty much, except for you know when when Superman shows up and his body starts going into defense mode. I, I, I thought he did a, I thought he did a real good job. Yeah. And I, I like that part. Uh, that that's right from the comic when his body is still developing that, and it it develop its first weapons are developed uh, as necessity to defend himself. Yeah, just like when it it takes over the combat soups. The soups is gearing up to take them. Well, on that's that's it. from the new fifty two version. Yeah, but um, uh, I thought it was interesting. They didn't show him as Victor Stone. They didn't like go back yeah. in his. Which they showed in trailers, which, which is fine because oh, I mean, he did great regardless. 
There's there was a part in the trailer when he says you might want to watch out or something like that, and a big truck is like tumbling over or something. You guys remember? Yeah, that? yeah. 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 There were a lot of things through the movie that we saw through you know from the very first trailers yeah. that weren't in the final film, and I don't know if that's because those trailers came out before Joss Whedon's involvement, and those were parts that he decided to take out. Yeah, this is this is kind of like the tale of two movies. For me, but we'll get to that later. How about how about Cyborg suit at the end? Cyborg yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I, didn't oh, yeah. notice, I didn't even notice he didn't look like that the whole time. I was yeah. that stupid. <laughs> when they first showed him in the suit, you know, of course, we all know how he got that. You know, how he became like that. But all they said, like my wife, who never she doesn't know who Cyborg is. My uh, wife. She did. Uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't sure how they were going to try and show or explain. Well, why is this guy, you know, have a human face, but the rest of him is a robot? And at least that they showed a little bit of a clip. And yeah, they talked about it a little bit, but at least they showed that like almost like a security footage of him strapped to that table, and you could see like you know his upper body, and he had like he had a cyborg leg, and that his father was trying to save him. Yeah. But I, at least they didn't. I mean, I wasn't sure if they were going to try and do little origin stories for each character. You know, for um, Aquaman. For you cyborg. know, you Why? know who they all are. There's no fucking need. Yeah. That's why I always laugh when you didn't give me show that movie. Shut the fuck up yeah like you, My, want, you want a flash solo movie motherfucker you got like five seasons of that shit on uh yeah Channel dude, 11, dude, you know? my, one of one of my little 10 year old clients i said i took him origins of the new 52 justice league story and i showed it to him because he wanted he's like justice League's coming out can you bring me something so i can read it well yeah you can read this this is this is for little kids you know jeff john's written uh jim lee drawn and i go do you know this guy he's like yes of course I know him. I was like, who is he? That's Green Lantern. I was like, oh, okay, he knows Green Lantern. And I was like, he's not going to know this. He's not going to know Cyborg. There's no way. He knows. I'm like, you know who this is? Yes, of course I know who that is. That's Cyborg. And he's like, but why is he in, why is he in the Justice League? He's a teen titan. I was like, holy Damn. shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah hold, hold hold the phone for one second. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that I didn't know that your job was located in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I see butters every Thursday. Oh, oh gee, man. Tom, you think Justice Day is gonna do good? The tomato meter? Sometimes, sometimes I lose, sometimes I lose control of my sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so everybody, everybody like Anyways. Ray, everybody like Ray Fisher then is cyborg. Yeah. Good yeah, casting. Yeah, Ray Fisher is good. Yeah, like great surprise. Watch. Yeah, it, it was a surprise. That kid is cool. He is a he has a lot of depth to him. I, I wouldn't mind the cyborg movie now with this kid. I think uh, he has tons of potential and. Uh, yeah, really cool character. I like when they have an actor for a part who doesn't have to overcome already being known as something else. Yeah. Like, you know, Ben, Ben, we all know from a million things, so he has he has to give a performance that makes you forget who he is. Wasn't he in Mallrats? Someone, someone like Ray Fisher. Yep. yep. <laughs> Some, someone, like, uh, someone like Ray Fisher, you know, you, you don't know him from, from 20 other movies, you know, so... For us, for most of us, he's he's going to be cyborg. Well, it's like I mean, everybody in the movie except for Ben, fairly fresh. I mean, Gal Gadot, for you know, I only knew her from Wonder Woman. So to me, she's always going to be Wonder Woman. Gal, so Leia, Gal Gadot next, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? The MVP. Is anybody not like Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman? <laughs> there are a few assholes that you can see a video of on YouTube. Oh uh, yeah! That as soon as she was cast, swearing up and down that she was horrible and was, she was Isn't that a great video? Appearance. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. she was like how, losers. How stupid can you be to, to be that fucking arrogant to think that you're that right when you don't know shit? You know, Gal was kind of the the, the mother figure in this 
and the and a leader in the team as well because she's trying to like reassure Cyborg that you know no matter what happens she'll be with him or you know mm-hmm. to get him out of it or whatever. So uh, she was she was kind of like a, a binding force in the the Justice League as well. Like, like Bats was trying to get everyone together, but I think Wonder Woman was kind of the binder in this, like keeping everyone. She, together. Yeah, yeah. She feels like the anchor where even Barry and. Uh, and Aquaman say like we got her back, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's the constant through the entire team. That she's like the heart and soul, basically. What'd you guys think of the headbutting war between her and us? Trunk and <laughs> that was <laughs> that such was a bad fight, dude. It's a Superman. Super- yeah, Superman, Superman, and Superman and Gal. Superman yeah. and Gal headbutting. We, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yo, just uh, for the record, man, this movie they definitely show that uh, Soup's is head honcho in the Justice League, rightfully yeah, they so. Do. Like they show they that. He'll fucking kill you if he so wants. If you're a doesn't. Superman fan, this is your moment. So. For sure. Uh, <laughs> some good. Get, get no, my, my one, my one qualm. Are, are we are we talking about Superman right now, or are we still, oh, still, con- on still talking about Gal? Still okay. on Gal. Yeah, I'll wait then. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, like, as, as, as awesome as she was in her in her solo and in BVS, she's flawless. Wonder Woman, right? We saw Wonder Woman. Fucking everyone loved Wonder Woman. You know, everybody loves Wonder Woman. I did not think that. I was like, there's no way she can be as badass or she could be as charming or as beautiful as she was in the entire film of Wonder Woman. And there were scenes in this movie when, like, I'm like, I have to watch this again because I did not hear what anyone else fucking said in the scene. Because I'm just, like, in love with Gal Gadot in this scene. She's like, dude, she's so charming. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, unfair. Yeah. It's cool watching her fight, too. She, I like That opening fight. scene? That opening scene with her? When that she's, opening oh, scene is amazing. That, when, that's when Zack like, Snyder, boy. That's slow motion, but she's, like, spinning around with her gauntlets. And, oh, yeah. my goodness. It gives her that first shot where she's standing on the top of that uh, of the museum. I think it is that that was being uh, that was being uh, you know attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's standing up there, and her music hits. You know, it's a a, a different version, but it's yeah, it's it's her theme yeah. playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that part that part was so good. Uh, I just gotta yeah. throw this out there now. When they all went into that. Kryptonian ship, and you heard Superman's theme from Man of Steel. Yeah, dun, dun. dude, I was, yeah. I fucking lost it. I was like, oh, so good, man. <laughs> they hit us with the part later where we got the old John Williams, yeah, mm-hmm. Superman yeah. theme, but sort of just like a a darker, you know, more yeah. ominous version of it because you were uncertain. It's well, he Danny Elfman did a good job of weaving things in. There was at some points like it's I was like I gotta watch this again. Yeah, yeah. Nice Trunks, you were gonna say something about Gal. Yeah, go on, Trunks. I, Trunks I mean, Wolf. no, you did an amazing job. One thing that kind of it's it's something small and minute. I know I'm gonna get shit for this, but okay, it was. I, I think Scott, that you in, get in shit every for everything. Fight. What do you mean getting know, shit for I, this? For <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you, you can you can agree with us and we'll give you shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. love you, um, boy. I, I think that like every fight scene she was in, she had to hit her gauntlets together. Every fucking fight scene. The bank robbers. When she had to hit her gauntlet on the shield against Steppenwolf. She had to use her gauntlets again against Steppenwolf when she did it again. I mean, this one did every fight scene that she was in. She had to do the trade, you know, the trademark, you know, and have her gauntlets hit to make that whatever that power wave or something. Other than that, I thought it was I thought she did an amazing job, knocked it out of the park. But that was the one little thing that it was like. Okay, well, I know what's going to come next. She's going to hit her gauntlets together at some point during this fight. I don't um, know, that, uh, Every time I play Street Fighter with Ryu, man, for, uh, I always got to do at least <laughs> so, two Hayukens, you know? So, you didn't that's, like that's that she like, was a button, button masher. But, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of like saying that, oh, why does Superman fly at every person he fights instead of just walking towards him? No, I mean, and that's... She, she, she's, got, she's, she's got that power move to throw out there. Yeah, wow. but, okay, for example, the, she didn't, I mean, very first scene, did she have to do that against a human? 
No. <laughs> He's fucking blasting yeah, well, him. It's, 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 a, guy, it's a guy she had just saved 12 people that he tried to murder with an automatic weapon. And she Trunks, was still standing between them and his gun. Trunks, are you saying you're soft on gun control? I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into it. I didn't want to get into a whole thing here, but I don't want to get political with this review. But. Let's talk Flash. Ezra Miller, what do you guys think? Awesome. It was great. You liked him, Grumps? Grumps. Yeah, like let's give Grumps the platform right here because he was gonna have the he he was the he, he was, was uncertain walking in about yeah. about Flash. I still I, mean, I still don't like the suit, but as a whole, I I think Ezra Miller's a great actor. Yeah. Um, they needed like some levity in this movie, <laughs> and um, I mean I don't know he he was perfect, and, and the speed effects were great. Oh, I love uh, the, the scene speed effects. Superman too. was fucking oh. awesome. Dude, that yeah. that scene when <sighs> Soups is running towards him. No, no, no. He's running towards he's Soups. He's running <laughs> has everybody, and he's looking at him. I was like, oh, shit. Yo, <laughs> the, whole, the whole theater was dying. Dude, that dude. was fucking... <laughs> see, that is good humor. Like, that is not friend from work yeah. shit. That it's is, not a joke. That is fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Like, so Soups is turning his head at the same speed that... Flash is running towards and Flash's face is just like when he sees Clark look, start, you see his right eye start moving now, he's got Aquaman in one hand one woman the other cyborgs at his chest trying to push him you see his right eye just slowly turning <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? And then he just bails. I mean, we all know that Superman was fast, but I think, you know, obviously this is the first time we've seen the Flash in the big screen. You know, now it's like, oh shit, Superman is as fast as the Flash. See, that is good humor. That is not cheesy, stupid fucking Deadpool humor. That is Fun quality. I will laugh at that forever. It was just Fuck his yeah. face, Ezra Miller's face. <laughs> that's yeah, so absolutely. good. That was, that was one of my two favorite Flash moments. Is his face and facial expression. I know what the other suits. one is, dude. I know. When he walks, he goes, pet, pet "Whoa, sensor. it's like a cave." Oh, and he's oh, it's like a pet cave. <laughs> no, dude. When, when Soups is like resurrected and not, he's not fully there, and, and Flash is like. I told you, man. Pet cemetery. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought. I thought of you. I swear to God, I thought of you when, when he first says like pet cemetery the first time. Oh my God. Dude, you know what? All right. So, so here was my big, my pet biggest cemetery. worry. My biggest worry going into this movie was the humor, and if it was going to be quality humor, not, was it going to be overdone or not? The humor was. It was fun. Flash is funny, man. He is a yeah. funny bastard. There was just enough humor. In the movie, to, to almost be accepted, not a dance off, not a you know, when that word. No, um, when they're saving the civilians too, that was probably one of my favorite favorite parts too. Oh uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you see Flash yeah. pushing a truck. When, when so Flash and, and Soup's are yeah. Soup's is carrying an entire <laughs> building full of people, and he's just looking at <laughs> that, that that shit was funny. Yeah, yeah. good, good yeah. point, Gerald. The uh, the Flash, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to be one of those people who likes the suit. Does anyone else like not like the suit? Other than no, I I was worried. About I do it. I do like the suit, and yeah. I like the that there's a reason for it being the way it is. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it isn't like the TV show where he has the, the convenient benefit of having a friend working at Star Labs who just happened to have developed a suit for <laughs> firefighters that happens to fit the skinny nerdy Barry Allen and it 
also happens to be able to also hold up to the speed force. So he had this suit that he had to put together himself mm. using materials that he knew could handle what he was doing yeah. and how it's all just patchwork together. You know, it's something that he made himself and it reflects exactly the way his entire uh, little loft is put together there. Oddpodged everything together. I think this True. is going to be a lot of people's new favorite flash. The, the effects are great. I love the effect. Everything was so cool. So many moments too with him. It well, seemed like yeah. there was a lot within the two hours don't you guys think oh yeah yeah i i, I was like I, I laughed afterwards like laughing at everyone who was worried about the time i'm like there's no one's gonna complain about the runtime of this movie they, they fit so much good shit into it you're getting origin stories for cyborg aquaman and flash yeah. and you, you're not even seeing it really you see very little yeah. you're getting the, the they're telling you the narrative of their little and it's quick. Yeah. I think Flash broke his origin up into like two or three different scenes, and, and so did Victor Stone. Mm-hmm. It was really, you know, well done that well, in that respect. Flash has the convenience of the TV series too, where it's. I mean, come on, you don't really need a whole movie at this point for another Flash. Well, Just well, like Batman, you know. It's like, there's always new fans. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like with the first. I mean, I, I actually bumped into a coworker at the end of the movie, and um. He's a big Flash Oh, a friend fan from work. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we talked about the Flash origin. Actually, he was actually cool with how they did it. He figured that, you know, an origin would be better for a, uh, like a, a solo movie. And even if it's not a, a movie just about the origin, at least in a solo movie, or like in this case, the Flash's solo movie, they can at least dip into a little bit more of, you know, not obviously not make half the movie an origin, but they can show a little more uh, like flashbacks of how he became the flash instead of trying to cram like our grumps was saying trying instead of trying to cram three origin stories plus the main story plus return of like, the suit it's like three up know. the bird ain't it boy hell yeah i, think, I, I thought it the, was pretty clever I, I was just gonna say real quick i think it was pretty clever that the only way they could pinpoint him was at the prison that's the way they tied the dad into the movie too so you got that side of yeah. things as well yeah aquaman jason momoa <laughs> concerns about Aquaman was a little concern. I mean, I, honestly, before the movie, I, I had I didn't really have any real big concerns of the movie. Um, for Christ's sake, it's you know, uh, comic books we've been reading. These heroes are first time on a big screen, so that enough got me rock hard. But there was a little bit of okay, is Aquaman going to be like a surfer guy? Is he going to be like a cowboy? And, you know, I, not what I expect Aquaman to to be. But I think I mean, after watching it, I mean, I had no problems with with the actor or the character itself. I I mean, the suit, I got over the suit. I got over the suit pretty damn quick. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I mean, I didn't need the the flat, you know, the the bright orange top with the bottoms. I mean, he still had the Aquaman symbol. I was was fine with the the suit in general. And I I thought the suit looked a little, I I don't know, it was rustic or whatever, but the the pants were green and and the top was like goldish or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it did have that little, you know, throwback to his yeah. actual suit. It almost reminded me of like Atlant. Is that what like Atlantean battle armor looks like? Thank Where God he power? was wearing his battle armor, right? I mean, we wouldn't want him to, to be with that. <laughs> how, people, how people feel about battle armor in these movies. Well, and speaking of comedy, I mean, was it uh, him and Batman had a little comedy thing where Batman's like, yeah, I didn't bring a pitch for. I mean, I got yeah, trouble that, from that. that. That's the comedy that I like for it to be just the characters taking shots at each other. You know, the only gripe I had with Aquaman was, well, I wanted to see more of his power. I mean, in the movie, yeah. it's kind of like just a guy with a, a pitchfork running around. With 
super strength. Well, he did use it once when he first appeared on, in uh, the you know the Gotham sewer system, whatever it was, and he stopped mm-hmm. all that water from, which is kind of cool. But I wanted to see a little more of that. But uh, I mean, they did, I did say too. something about um, he does. Um, Bruce is talking to him, saying, "So, do you really talk to fish?" And he's like. No, it's something like I talk to the water. The water, the water doesn't yeah. talk to me. Or yeah, the water doesn't talk. So the water, like, it's the water in New York. It's so much better than anyone else for the pizza. I will. So, I agree with you, uh, though. But yeah, it, I think God bless Amber Heard because she was on fire in that. Those that's scenes, one of my favorite. Use more of her powers. Oh, than not enough of her, Aquaman. dude. Agreed. agreed. Yo, can, can we talk about Mara for a second? Not enough. Not enough, Mara. Oh my yeah. goodness, that you blink and you don't even know she's in it, man. There was not enough. When she when she's clapping her hands and making like uh, whirlwinds in the water, I think, or something like that. Oh, big hands took the water I'm, away. I'm, fucking I'm a big fan of clapping. Big fan of clapping, and I really enjoyed that part. <laughs> Dude, Mera, every testing, the uh, her outfit, the armor, wow. She's spicy, bro. She's spicy. She, she didn't. She didn't step they down. They gave you she a told... little tease. They gave you like two animal fries, right, Tom? Just like two. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, like just just <laughs> enough cheese and sauce on it. And then what I liked about Mera is that uh, Arthur, you know, tries to be all snotty and shit, and all she says <laughs> is like, she just goes, "Bitch," and then you like, can kind of see, kind of like, "Oh fuck." That was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, I wanted more of that. You know, this whole this movie was like a, a taster tester buffet. You know, you, you get your you could take yeah. a little piece of this, a little piece of that, and see what you like, and oh, get ready yeah. for the, the entrees. Yeah, ready yeah. for the solo. Yeah, ready for the solo movie. I, I have to say, oh, I have to oh, no, say though, Aqu- Aquaman, I liked overall. I just felt like his dialogue towards the end of the movie was a little more Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. confused stuff like all right all right all right stuff like that like, my man <laughs> no that's true a little force my man but overall he was awesome. it wasn't as bad yeah. as booyah though yes. um, <laughs> that cringe he had to get booyah in there no that, he, that he has was, to do that's, that's his thing yeah, that's, that's lineage yeah he has to true say. that's his thing people were dying for that they, they were like that better be in there so they gave him it where is that from? Is that's that from uh, the, like that, yeah, like from all the cartoons and stuff. Yeah, Booyah is his oh, thing. Dude, that, that's, oh, his, okay. that's his thing, dude. They're, they're... I, I, I know. I, I totally see why they put it in there, and I totally felt like it was a nod. Like, it was like, yeah, here yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. there, there was a but lot of nods. It was, like, uh... Superman vs. Flash was a huge nod to, like, I think, the Golden Age. They used to go at it. They used to have yeah. races yeah, back yeah. in the day, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a fucking... Isn't there a cover? There's I a cover there where a that cover. image is from. Yeah, which is cool. Who are we on? They've had three or four races in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back to Aquaman. We're finishing up with Aquaman because we're we're jumping around. Well, we're finishing up with America. When he was sitting on the on the lasso, he's sitting on the lasso. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you guys. That was that was (laughs) clever, dude. That was clever. Personally, I think we're all gonna die. You, you got no powers. You, (laughs) you know, you're scared of your own. You know, he's going through everything. He's like, but you. You got beauty, you got strength, you got, you're you know, warrior, yeah, you're gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's holding the last. And then starts talking about himself, yeah, saying that, you know, I, I think I'm just scared. And then <laughs> they point at me, checks it, he's sitting on the lasso. You see, that's yeah. perfect, man. See, that's, that's, that's first, clever, man, I like that. At first, I'm like, where the fuck is this guy going? Like, what is going, this is terrible dialogue, what's going on here? And then, like, and it was just like, wow, that's perfect. Yeah. And then he walks up, to the, he walks by the flash and goes, you don't say a word of this, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Or else you meet every. What is it? Is you'll meet every piranha I know. Every yeah. piranha I know. <laughs> Love that. Dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, Flash was yeah. so good. Uh, Superman. Superman. Oh, man. That was one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Was when he was when he goes back to that monument where he died. And the Justice League uh, shows up. That was probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. When he's fighting them all. Oh fuck yeah! 
Yeah. Dude, when Heads, he, um, what, headbutts the when, shit out of Gal. Oh, and everyone's like, dude, what the fuck? What are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's my, you know, I got no control of it. And you see Superman kind of clench his fist, like, and it's on that whole fight scene. I mean, my God. And then we talked about earlier, the headbutting was yeah. just badass. Yeah, it was a great scene. It was, what about uh, the scene? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk about real quick the opening scene of the movie with Superman. And he's smiling, and the first thing I thought was, thank God, all the critics will be happy, because he's smiling Superman in this movie. Yeah, yeah that, was, know, that was Josh Whedon. The last movie. People say yeah, that's, uh, that, that's yeah, Josh Whedon. That, that is for uh, that, sure. That, that was a good shot. You're, that was you're a, making a dangerous assumption there that anything in a DC movie is going to make a critic happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I think the fans, there was a lot of fans who were waiting to see like their classic Superman come back, and that was 110%. This, that was what it was oh. in this movie. Uh, did you? I, I assumed I assumed that the two young kids at the beginning of the movie were Bat Force members trying to get an interview for the uh, podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Like you said, Grumps, I mean, that, that first scene just, I mean, that, they nailed it. I mean, you know, here he is. I mean, I just, don't care either way, but I know it was going to make a certain group of people happy, like, for sure. smiling. Yeah, and let's but, but, get on but, with it. Yeah, <laughs> also showed, you know, Superman, I mean, he just got done, you know, beating, you know, saving people, and then these two kids come up with the phone and they're asking him questions and he just got done fighting and he stops and he's talking yeah. to these kids. He says, can we, that? can we interview you? It's for a podcast. And he says, well, in that case, yeah, <laughs> well, I guess it's really important. And then but... it's the one about Batman. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> the, the suit that he wore is my favorite suit out of yes, all sir. the ones he's had. 100%. That suit looks fucking Awesome on him. Mm-hmm. Well, I just so like, awesome. Speaking of Superman, um, what did you guys think of how he was brought back to life? I mean, I know a lot of. I know before the movie started, I know a lot of pro. A lot that's of not, that's not how it originally fans. went down. That's something. Well, yeah. for okay, so that was that was one of my like not. I didn't really. I'm not to shit on the whole thing. I fucking love Superman. I love parts of that scene, but something that I didn't really like about the the way he was brought back was it just kind of seemed weird. Like it didn't yeah. feel. For me, it didn't feel like it just seemed weird. I don't know. I, I can't describe it. It just felt off. I felt like fucking the way yeah, Flash I, talks about it. I, like I, I agree. Uh, I would have. I think I would have preferred just because, like we we already saw in Man of Steel, we saw the the soil swirling on top of his cast, so we all knew, you know, okay, he he's not gone forever. And I I think I would have felt better about his return if he just unexpectedly showed, showed up. up. You know, the, yeah. the team didn't know he was going to come back. You know that. In in a moment, in that moment when they needed him, when he showed up against Steppenwolf, if they didn't know he was coming, you know, if they just they were out of hope and they mm. were losing, yeah, and because they kind of he just yeah. he was just there. They bring him back, and then it goes wrong, and they're like, "All right, well, let's uh, let's keep on going with our last plan." Like it just <laughs> like they just it's like fucking been like. Uh, the cage to the rabid dog and he gets out and they just kind of watch him run away and they're like all right well let's see what's going on over here yeah like it, it just kind of felt like what well, the fuck you know here's a here's a next here's a follow-up question for you guys um well we, we all know steppenwolf did say that did utter the words dark side um yeah i believe yes. it's pronounced with dark superman, seed dark seed <laughs> with uh with superman being resurrected via a mother box plus the power or electricity from the flash do you think that that'll somehow tie into i mean i would love to say it would tie into a future movie where because i mean the mother box i wouldn't say it's part of him but you know what i'm saying like yeah exactly 
Well, just like Cyborg, like, I love that part, by the way, when um, Cyborg jumps in and then uh, Steppenwolf goes, ah, you were born of her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he fucking, like he's, like he's busting when he, like, oh, yes. You know, but um, yeah, no, I, I think so, Trunks. I think like they, they mentioned it, you know, Superman's a beacon. So because he's around, it it wakes everybody else up in the universe that uh, Earth is over here and, you know, stuff's going on. Um, I have a theory, by the way, before we move on from Superman, um, I have a theory as far as all the reshoots and all the things that changed. I think that initially Superman came back in his black suit. Yeah, yeah. I, because I was Cavill posted a picture of it. And he teased it way back when yeah. they were first filming. So at some point they had they fucking made a suit. They made a black suit. They didn't use it for whatever reason, but they made it. I think that Snyder initially uh, filmed those scenes or had part of the part of the story where he returns in his black suit, like in the comics, and they filmed that fight in his black suit. They might have filmed maybe even as far as the the Steppenwolf scene in his black suit, and who knows if he even has his fucking normal suit when they first started filming it but i think what happened was joss whedon steps in kind of sees it and then maybe he has a conversation with zack snyder's like listen dude we need superman to come back as superman they, in this movie they want him see he wanted to put him in mickey mouse ears i heard but they were like no you know that might be a little <laughs> oh, too much. Well, let me piggyback joss. off that though because you, you said that and i agree because they were talking about like when you bring somebody back like they lose a part of themselves like aquaman like mm, kind of yeah. makes it darker when he mentions it like he's yeah. not going to come back the same way Pet cemetery. So I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. And yeah, so so I think what happened was, um, you know, I don't know if they filmed it that exact way with with the mother box and all that, but I do think that they filmed Cavill in a black suit for at least a couple of scenes for at least a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. Right. They film him in a black suit. They film him do a bunch of shit in a black suit. Maybe they put him in the regular suit at the end of the movie. Whatever. They cut it. And then Josh Sweden comes over and he's like. You know what? No, no, we got to change this because fans want fucking Superman. We've yet to see the actual Superman in a DC movie. You want you got to give them Superman 110%. So I think they they redid the resurrection scene because I could tell, I don't know if you guys could when he's holding him up in the air and he goes, "Do you tell me do you bleed?" which was fucking so sick. Oh yeah, that yep. was bad. Tell me. Great. Do you bleed? Right? <laughs> and, then um, he, and then he drops him and then he's like, yeah. "Yep." <laughs> I'm pretty his sure mustache, his, <laughs> his mustache, his mustache was under that, and you can see there's a little layer of CGI on top of it, whatever. It's but weird. I think that 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 was recut without wearing the black suit, and they just give him black pants, right? To kind of give a little nod that he's dark, right? Mm. I think that kind of works. That's though, why you know? they took. Like he's not yeah. gonna hop out of the cast in a fucking black suit, you know? Uh. Exactly. Reshooting him in his real suit and cutting out a bunch of shit took three. That would take three fucking months. That would take a lot of reshoots. That would take a lot of time to redo something like that. And the thing, too, is every, all these critics are freaking out like, oh, the movie's unwatchable. Oh, it's terrible. Look how much reshoots they're doing. And no one's saying like, well, this is what we're doing because they don't want to fucking leak anything, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, is that's kind of a big thing, but it's really not as big as everyone was making it. But it is big as far as production is concerned, as far as like you got to recut everything. You got to go film everything again. You got to do all this shit. Mm. Just for not wanting a suit, you know what I mean. Here's, so that's my theory. Here's what happened. What I think happened as well. Where they cut it out or just didn't put it, you know. In uh, all right, Batman vs Superman. Lois is the key. Justice League. Lois was the key or the big guns mm -hmm. yep. to get Superman's mind back on track. So yeah. why the, it may be in Snyder's original version, they would have Flash run back well to the past to tell Bruce. 
you know, Lois uh-huh. is the key. She's the one who is going to get Superman back from the state of mind yeah. to where, you know, he belongs. So I agree with you. I think that that was probably purposely like snipped in there to kind of fit perfectly with that scene yeah. in Donna Justice. I also think it still leaves a window open for something crazier, too, though. Hope so. yeah. But I, I do that. that it, it fits too perfectly to not be that in a way. Um, oh, dude! So before so like soup. wait, before we fucking move on, that final battle when he's standing over Steppenwolf, beating the fuck oh, out of him with his fist. Oh, that yeah. was great. Yeah, when he starts, yeah, he knocks him to the ground, starts just pounding him in the face, and then heat visions him. Yeah, yeah. he fucks him up, dude. Fucks him up. It was beautiful to watch. Dude, when he comes right back, what a oh, fucking Batman! Oh, oh cheers! Oh shit! Legends, Legends of Lego Batman. Legends of Lego fucking Batman. Unite the league, boy! <laughs> what the hell happened to the? He said you'd come scene with Alfred. Yeah. Well, we haven't gotten to the reshoots, know. boy. Reshoots. What the who? Who the fuck was he talking to? Well, and here's my next question: In the if we're gonna go that route in the trailer when. Steppenwolf says, you know, there's no protectors, no, no lanterns, yeah. and it says no Kryptonian. No, Bruce is standing there looking at a hologram of what I still thought would be Supergirl because it looked like a knee-high boot and a red cape, but they don't have that. In. And lipstick Yo, and, uh, and nail polish. You can't really talk about Gal unless I'm in the con- conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to it. <laughs> hey, is that going to be the promo picture for this uh, podcast? This oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> uh, good idea. Uh, and so legends that you like Superman. Fuck, the second time is better than the first. So, so you, everybody likes Bad. Superman. Oh yeah, yes. loved, uh, loved, loved him, loved him, loved oh. Superman in this. Yep. And, yeah, and uh, ev- everyone complained that not everyone, but a, a lot of the criticism for him in the past was that he he was a downer and you know he he wasn't uh, a symbol of hope. Yeah. But it was it was all a character arc through these movies. You know he's. Yeah. He's changed now that he's come back. Yeah, for sure. He he sees things differently, and you can see <laughs> that in the way he, he talks to Lois. And you know what was really silly was when the only silly scene for me was when Cyborg and Flash are digging up his grave. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think oh. that's just, and he goes, "You know, I can do this much faster." Does this feel disrespectful? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was comical. Yeah. Um, Soup suit was lighter and vibrant. It was right. It was. It wasn't as dark, right? Yeah, no. sparkled, man. Oh, nice. It's cool seeing Superman. It was cool seeing all of them standing on top of that structure at the end, looking with suits. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's. And uh, Flash and Cyborg are finally doing the uh, the pound hand pound. Yeah, he finally got that fist bump yep. at the end. Oh, I didn't that, was, that. that was awesome. That's Funny. cool. To so wrap up the Justice League, a Batfleck. What do you guys think of Batfleck in this movie? Awesome. I was gonna get my one negative out of the way. I didn't like. Uh, it, it, we've seen it in the past. Uh, I'm just still not used to seeing drinking Bruce drink yet. Yeah. And yeah. now, okay, sure, it's it's an older Bruce Wayne, and in Dark Knight Returns, you know, we see him drink now that he's older, but I'm still not used to it. You know I, yeah, I didn't like that either. I Good actually point. don't give a shit because here's the thing. When he has to put on a facade as Bruce Wayne at these elite parties, yeah. He has to drink sometimes to mingle. He because he has to fit play the role. So it's kind of like yeah, Batman never kills. Batman never shoots people with guns. That's true. No well, one's ever said Batman never drinks. You know, I'm like I don't know. I just. Well, I mean, also they they just brought back Superman, and then when he goes up against Clark, or when Clark sees him, he fucking gets thrown into a fucking police car. I mean, <laughs> I really have a. Pro- <laughs> I don't even have a problem with him, you know. It, it only showed him having one drinking entire move. 
You earned that. You earned that. Your joints are rusty. You have that drink. <laughs> Trunks are all fucked. You know, Superman, came... Superman was dead for, for Lord knows how long. He probably started drinking when that happened. Jacob, you know? Yeah, he does blame himself well, also, for it. Also, it showed kind of, you know, Bruce poured himself a drink and one woman a drink. And it's kind of, I don't want to say the, the leader's. Yeah. talking but it was you know he tried getting all these people together and then he's almost like pat trying to not only pass the leadership torch but i don't know it kind of I, I thought that kind of i thought that scene kind of fit well yeah it's funny even how... even back to a uh, bvs though there's that one scene where he wakes up with the girl laying in his bed there and he's got a bottle on the nightstand who's that wonder yeah, bat like Wonder three, three of them. <laughs> yeah, there's wine everywhere, and Albert yeah. even said like you're gonna drink the yeah. next generation dry if there is a yeah, next generation. Right. Yeah, I, I think, and I, you know, I think when Bale and the Dark Knight and that whole party had for Harvey Dent, he walked <laughs> out to the balcony and he chucked the champagne over the side, like and he yeah. pretended he was drunk. Yeah, I, I like, like that. that, shit. that yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. cool. That always sticks out to me. That that one, like, wow, Nolan at least like he had the detail down of that of the character down there as far as like mm-hmm. this guy's dry. You know, <laughs> the Joker just does the same thing when he. You know, comes up to the party, <laughs> like grabs the champagne of Leslie and spills it, it out, and <laughs> and then he flips it. Love <laughs> that. Um, another thing about the about Batfleck that uh, my my gripe my gripe about the character in in this part was how quick he was to want to bring soups back and resurrect Zombie Superman, and regardless of what the cost was, and regardless of what might happen to like innocent lives if he did it. Like I felt that was a little out of character, a little bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that maybe he would have been maybe if the roles were reversed with him and Wonder Woman is the one that's more like um, acting out of passion and acting out of emotion. And Bats is more reserved and like wanting to see all the facts first. So I felt yeah. like those roles were a little reversed, but it wasn't enough to m- take me out of it. It was just enough to make me go, hmm, like, eh, it's interesting, but OK, whatever. I mean, we've seen him do a lot of their crazier shit as this Batman that that's not going to be my one thing that I'll throw out but aside from I that I didn't really, I didn't really have a problem with that yeah, I'm I'll cool tell you why I didn't have because... a problem with that because I, I I feel that Bruce realized the imminent danger in that uh, Steppenwolf the, the Amazons couldn't really stop him the A- Atlantis couldn't stop him so this he's is going only... to the last resort and there's no time to really like yeah. go back and forth on whether we should bring back Superman or not we need to do it and we need to do it now you know, you know and, I swear to God and, he, what... and to convince the rest of them to go along with it he had to be gung-ho about it. He couldn't be, well, do you guys think that maybe we should... Yeah. He had to be 100% on that to, to have any hope of convincing them. Yeah. He had to and, leave. and I think he knew, you know, he knew the information about Lois being the key, you know, the, the big gun. Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. he had been warned about that. Continuously planned. I was hoping yeah. the big yeah. gun was going to be Hal. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> can, can you imagine? <laughs> him uh, him getting saying. crazy... Him getting crazy and putting up a big, like, bet like that and going all in with something that fucking crazy and nobody else believing him. What I did step back and think about, but I was like, man, what Superman or what Batman does that? Who's Batman would do that? Scott Snyder's fucking Batman would do that. that <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a Scott Snyder Batman. And I was like, okay, you know what? That is explained a little bit because Snyder thinks Batman's fucking crazy. And Batman does crazy Batman shit when everyone else. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Any any anyone anyone named Snyder writes a Batman that is all in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you know, Batman's so crazy that even Aquaman says in the movies like, "You really are crazy." You know, he's fucking yep. crazy. <laughs> What's going on in your messed up mind? Yeah. Well, 
the negatives aside, this movie made me fucking sad that Ben's probably not going to come back. Dude, same, same. As yeah. I'm watching it the second time, I'm thinking, mm. I love Ben so much, I'm just... I'm torn that he's not loving it as much as we love it. Yeah, I, I wish he could. He might, wish... he might just need some time away because look at how much time he's been spending from shooting on Dawn of Justice to shooting his scene for Suicide Squad to shooting Justice League with all the promotion for them in between. He's made, what, one other movie yeah, in between two, those? maybe three. Like, you know, give the guy some time, let him do some other shit. When Batman was trying to get Aquaman to join the team and uh he mentions gotham and aquaman's like oh that shithole <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's hilarious the, we got to talk about that opening fucking scene oh, with him that oh, opening yes, scene shit. please oh, that, yeah. look, look, those first five minutes i want that for two hours you know thank you I mean? yes. yes yeah yep. that's the best looking gotham i've yeah. seen since uh burden that's gotham fucking city what a scene and that whole scene before the parademon shows up, which surprised me, I, I wasn't expecting shit to go down that soon in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like that that scene where he's just stalking the criminal. The how mind. much? How much was that like playing uh, a part of an Arkham game? Like oh that, was, my God. that was like Arkham City, you know, the the water tower on the rooftop and a guy 100%. walking around with a gun. And the computer on his gauntlet. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, that, I swear to God, that was Arkham. I was like, this is fucking that, Arkham. You this know what? Is... It killed me because you can't give us that scene the first five minutes and then take yeah. us away from Gotham, man. That's, that's torture. And all right, this is, I don't know who else picked up on this, but it was Batman was planning this. He knew about the parademons because he was hanging that guy yeah. off the oh, building. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like, want from me? What do you want from me? And Ben's like, fear. And I was like, that's they cool. but it. And then the parademon comes up. And then he jumps on the fucking parademon. And they're yeah. flying. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, like that's like Man-Bat. Exactly. Yeah, like, like man he's jumping bat, on man bat. Dude, I fucking swear I, I saw the same, I the same thing. That was, that oh was my too God. good. That's so unfair to give us that little taste of that kind of Gotham and bat. Oh my God. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say just, it right now. They're just putting in the tip and then just taking it away. That is, <laughs> including Keaton, that is my favorite Batman moment on film I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, big statement. Shit. Big statement right oh, there. My oh. favorite Batman. Well, I don't know. That's tough because, like, the warehouse fight in BVS for me, man. Yeah, that's just, tough. like, fuck That's it. up there. But I, I, I'm, I'm he a left top, the man. crook there, too. I was like, <laughs> well, the crook was just like someone he was using. He he got bigger fish to fry, you know. I think he that's... fucking opens up his gauntlet and the fucking map comes on. Yeah, when is that? So good. That is oh. He's Perfection. going like a parademon. That, that's crazy. That's... All right, and again with the with the with the camera work, that is that that scene was one hundred percent Zack Snyder, dude. My biggest issue with this movie is the tonal shift, and it's it's big for me because uh, that scene in Gotham, the museum scene with Wonder Woman when she's like hanging the last of them and scoops the guy up, mm -hmm. and and the the, Amaz the Amazonian fight with Steppenwolf. That mm -hmm. is Zack Snyder. And that's fucking beautiful. Those scenes were like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, just you could you could tell like a film director's aesthetic, you know, and his angles and and the yeah. way everything pans and everything. It was uh, the Amazons oh not god. Uh, covering up oh god. Uh, the six packs that they bust their asses for. But that was five of them, and they were only the ones that were holding up the pillars. Everybody else was head to toe in armor. Yeah. How amazing was that scene when Steppenwolf first appears and fights the? 
Oh, a, I mean, oh. and, and they're riding yeah, on horseback. Oh, they're shooting the mother box to one another. And dude, he that's... fucks them up. Trunks, Trunks. Remember, you were like, oh, oh man, I hope he fucks up I... some Amazons. Just like Robin said, you know, they they with the t- with the trailer, they put the tip in, and then it's like, man, you better you better give me the money shot here, boy. Was, uh, <laughs> that whole scene with the Amazons when Seven Wolf first showed up. That's everything I wanted, at least from for that scene. I didn't want them to, you know, show him come and then show like a fight start and then they ended. And then it's kind of like, you know, uh, an injured Amazon meets Wonder Woman and tells her the story, and you see little flashbacks. Mm. I didn't want that. I wanted it. What what they what they gave is exactly what I wanted for that scene. You wanted some dead Amazons, man. That's what you want. You wanted some fucking Amazons to die. That's what you want. I, well, I mean, I remember. Oh, man, I hope they yeah. fucking kill some of those fucking Amazons. Well, I mean, because I mean, this is stepping. I mean, uh, you know, he's he's going toe to toe with the entire Justice League. I mean, we know that's going to happen. I, I just I want to see a badass fight scene, and that's what they gave us. And I, I want I want to see him fuck shit up, and he did fuck shit up. You know, when, I agree. When, when he lands his axe on the earth and when those horses and Amazons go flying. I think that's how Trunks closes his trunk with that same amount of force. <laughs> Trunken Wolf. Hashtag Trunken Wolf. But, uh... um, how stupid is the, the world of man? I mean, you have, a, you have a mother box and it shows, you know, all the... It's, it's like they they have uh, like 30, 40, 50 Amazon standing there nonstop with the arrows drawn pointing at the mother box. You have... Atlantis, then they showed Atlantis where there's Atlantean guards standing there by the mother box with Mara. And then the world of man, oh yeah, they, they found it during World War II. They dug up some they dug up some dirt and they, they found the mother but, box. Last but one he the, got though. The, but the the Amazons <laughs> and the Atlanteans are old enough to remember what they are. They're off the Whereas grid too. Men, yeah, men men have short lives. The, their memory is gone of it. That and, just like lighting, day, just like lighting the beacon. You know, they yeah. said, "Well, it's it's been five thousand years. And, you know, men won't know what it means." And even yes. with all the extra security, did it really make a difference? No. No, none at all. Plus, plus <laughs> we've pumped we've pumped ourselves up with so much like meth and smoked ourselves out that we got so much bad ADHD. <laughs> Like through generations of us that we can't remember shit. We're putting reality TV stars in the White House. And... <laughs> oh God! <laughs> God. I, I just want to get back to Batman real quick. Two, two things about Batman, though. I just want to point out. You're talking about Snyder before, like the nod with a crazy Batman. Did you guys notice Batman sitting down in the ejection seat at the uh, yeah. when he's fighting somebody? I thought straight out of uh, Finch and King for Rebirth, Batman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then Diana hitting Bruce when Diana was like, or Bruce oh, pushing her to that scene. point, and she like dislocates his fucking shoulder. Oh yeah, because she got that pissed off. That was Dude. awesome. That carried a lot of weight. I uh, I had to hit the uh, the pre order button on the uh, armored uh, bat flick after the first viewing because I love that suit, goggles and all, baby. The which one? Yeah, the armored suit, that's third act suit. Tactical one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beauty. Yeah, and it's funny because he only has the goggles on for like five minutes, and the rest of the time he's got them off. Well, enough time for people to complain about him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we 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 were already talking about the battles, though. It, if we talked about the battles, we have to talk about the Amazons, the Atlanteans, oh, yeah. and the men that team up fight for the first battle against Steppenwolf. Yes. And seeing oh, a Green Lantern oh, in the fight. My. Yes. Good. When I saw that Green Lantern ring, I was like, you know what? I wish Hal was in it, but just to see the ring, I'm like, all right, I'm okay. Just still to shocked, see a dude. green fucking lantern ring in the movie was amazing. Yeah. Dude. You still shocked. Oh, yeah. You still shocked. <laughs> yeah, just, there's a lot of 
stupid nitpick bitching. I don't I don't understand that about about Steppenwolf. Oh, he's he's not that great of a bad guy. Not that I thought he was badass. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Was. Like I, I heard the same thing that Steppenwolf was weak. I'm like, no. are you fucking kidding me? He kills he's Amazons. Dude, he backhand the shit out of everybody. Yeah, he's fucking that, everyone was, up. Yeah, I mean, not only that, but he, he was kicking the Justice League's ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Aquaman hits him with the pitchfork, and he just kind of bats it out of the way. When a woman, I mean, uh, he gets shot by Cyborg. It's like, okay, you know, that, that was a mosquito fly. You know, that felt, you know, that was like nothing. He takes all three mother boxes. He's like, bitch, you can't stop me. Yeah. Dude, oh. yeah. he... His only concern was lanterns or Kryptonians, they because they hold enough power lanterns. to like really put some damage on them. So it was like once Soups came into the mix, you know, it was a wrap. He was real what quick. What did he do to his axe though? What did Superman do to his axe, he, man? That was cool. Froze he it. Didn't he froze he? it with his freeze That breath. was fucking sick. And then yeah. uh, yeah. that and was then, like yeah. that reminded me of Mortal Kombat. It was like fucking fatality with the tag yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also in that big battle, we had uh, Zeus in there. Yes. And who was uh, maybe Artemis? Uh, Artemis uh, was, with, yes. With the bow? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was confirmed, Artemis. And apparently, I didn't see him. I don't know if you guys did, but I checked IMDb. Ares is in there, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, Ares is in there, uh, and it's it's yeah. the same. A- it was the same actor that played him oh, in Wonder sure. Woman. That's a- oh, wow. Buy another ticket. Go support. Go watch it yeah. again. Look for Ares. Just to talk about uh, how all these new characters and expansion... At the end, what'd you think when they're in the old Wayne Manor and uh, he's talking about Ooh. the Justice League table and then Six chairs. Wonder Wonder Woman's like, what'd you say, and, and room for more or something like yeah, that? Yeah, room for more. Big, big round table right in the middle. Six chairs. They, they of course, mean, you know, there's there's enough space to add chairs for the Bat Force. <laughs> as long as Sean Rises tells us how to get in there, we'll get in there. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I want a seat next to Pharrell, Sean. So uh, hook that up, boy. You know, you know, I'm gonna get the selfie with Justice League, so we're all good. <laughs> and and uh, shout for a pen. Does anybody have a pen? Hey, hey, Tom. Hey, will, 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 Tom, will Dan DiDio sit next to us? Oh God! Oh, how'd you guys like the Justice League? How the movie? Oh, it's great. You know, we, were, we really appreciate you guys coming out and supporting. <laughs> I love when you do that video. I don't oh, know man. if any of you guys brought up the uh, the scene where uh, Martha goes up to the house and sees Superman's return for the first time. I felt like that was kind of cut short. I wanted to see a more like uh, I don't know. It, it, I wanted it to be longer. You know, it's the first time seeing Clark. And I felt like we got like two seconds and it was a wrap. You know, I'll be honest. I, I think it was as long as it needed to be. I fucking hate scenes on a farm when in a superhero movie. I hate that scene <laughs> in fucking Age of Ultron. And when I saw a goddamn farm again, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, more character development. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Farmageddon. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, 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 I didn't need, I didn't the, need 30 only... minutes, but I wanted at least like 30 seconds. If he was going to start chopping wood, I would have lost my shit. I, I wanted to see a little bit more of a breakdown from her. Like, you know, yeah, I wanted to I see wanted her, her like, to get out of the car, she, you know, walk to the edge of the car, seize him, and, like, just, like, I wanted to see her just, like, lose her shit and drop to her knees. Same. I wanted and, to you see know, it, I mean, it was all about Martha and BVS, so it should have been about her this movie. <laughs> What um? What do you guys think of pacing? Uh, the 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 uh, resurrection scene kind of uh derailed it a little bit for me, but but the scene was so funny, and that headbutt brought it back. It didn't feel like two hours. It felt like I was in that theater for thirty yep. minutes. Yep, for sure. Yeah, it was quick. I think I mentioned this to uh, Legends when we first watched it the first time. 
Um, it did. I was worried. Another thing too is like, man, the, what's this going to feel like? Like, is it going to feel like two movies smashed together because of the two different directors? It didn't feel like that. It felt like you know one movie. I mean, I think there was a tonal shift a little bit, but it didn't feel like a completely different guy coming and taking over it for me. No. I I was I was like, damn, like I couldn't tell which part was. I mean, there were obvious parts that okay, that's one hundred percent Snyder, but then some of the lighter times, you know. I couldn't tell where Joss maybe kind of came in or not, you know? So it was, I was pleasantly surprised that the pacing went as well as it did. And I was laughing at the fact that all these people bitching about the runtime was ridiculous. You know what I was kind of thinking about the the critics and so many critics um, not liking it so far is did, uh, did Ratner co-produce this movie? Yeah, he was on it. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking as I was watching the movie and I saw and I saw the Rat Pack at the beginning of the film that maybe some of the critics are trying to get back at him and by by doing that they're writing bad reviews try to hit him where it hurts in the pocket. Maybe hmm. you could say I, that I mean, for Batfleck too, though. Uh, um, what did, What did you guys think of the music? We didn't even talk about that. I was looking more for the '89 uh, um, theme because the first time I watched it, I was just so hyped I wasn't really paying attention to the music. But mm-hmm. I was able to catch it more this time, and it was, it blended in perfectly. You got like five seconds here, three seconds there, ten seconds there. It was it was yeah. awesome. I thought yeah. I thought they were gonna do the whole charge theme. I thought there was gonna be like a full on eighty nine theme, but yeah, you're right. It, it was woven in, and and there were times when I don't remember hearing it, and I went back the second time it was there. I do think that there were moments that I I miss junkie xl and uh hans for sure it was it worked well because it was subtle the way he incorporated everything elfman i think i would have preferred still like hans or something a little more modern but the truth is at the end of the day the characters and the performances and the scenes were so overwhelming and overpowering mm-hmm. that you really don't know them notice the music that much anyway. exactly yeah. you know it's more background noise yeah yeah um yeah you're right tom i, I definitely want a flash movie now <laughs> Dude, Fuck, right hell yeah. Fuck. flash was hell so yeah. good man so, start off with the hot toy i told i told you pet cemetery <laughs> so good the flash scene what was it bbs or uh suicide squad Oh yeah, no! Suicide. Both. No, both, BVS. Uh, BVS. Yeah. Who is that? What was he doing? What does he mean? Yeah, Lois is yeah. the key. A lot of people thought it was, was like people who know video games and stuff were saying, "Oh, it's Red Hood. That was Red Hood." Jason Todd. <laughs> what? <laughs> Legends. Do you remember when we were sitting in the theater the night that they showed that scene, uh, and everyone was losing their shit? Who knew who oh, it yeah. was? It was amazing. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that was the first time we saw it. It's a good gateway into a an expansion of the DCEU. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a really good gateway. I was saying earlier, as far as what you mentioned right there, as far as like a a nice gateway, a nice uh, what do you call it, gateway drug, if you would. The way I see this movie, as far as like um, story and visuals, is like the origins uh, arc from Jeff Johns and Jim Lee of, of uh, Justice League, where like this movie looks like a movie that will bring people in, just like Jim Lee's art is like that. You slap it on lunchboxes, you put it, you have it on water bottles. Like, wow, it's really, you know, it's very pop, very um, mainstream. And it brings people in to kind of show you what else is beyond inside of that universe, I think. And uh, it's got the heart of like a Jeff Johns written kind of joint which by the way we didn't even hit about uh jeff john's influence over this whole thing let me just let me just talk about what i what i didn't like real quick it wasn't really a lot but um i want to know your guys cons uh my bit the biggest thing i didn't like um was mostly the water the water scenes with aquaman i 
I didn't. I felt Ooh. like the CGI wasn't good enough for me, or it was a little too Damn, dark. I it kind of looked a little too. Those were great. I fucking. It looked a little it. too grainy for yeah. me. I don't know. I love Go it. underwater and open your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, like. how bright is it gonna be down under the ocean? Boy, you telling me fucking you didn't Ocean- like Mary's whirlwinds, bro? Clap, bro. I'm a big fan <laughs> of clapping. I don't know. It, it just didn't. It just didn't feel real. It didn't feel real enough to me. I, didn't, I don't know if it was the CGI. You, you know, or the, ne- or the next time or what? Next time, Warner Brothers is gonna have a fucking fish tank in front of legend seat and they're gonna fucking dunk <laughs> they're gonna dunk his ass in there when they sing it <laughs> splash zone baby <laughs> um something that i noticed uh the, not so much the first time but the uh, second time i've watched this movie twice for free by the way um the second time that i noticed is there is a lot of green screen used in the movie and it did not take me out of it the first time watching it but maybe because i already saw it and i was like looking for things um there it's just something like you know there's some environments that aren't real that kind of stood out a little bit but at the same time the thing is the farm well the farm um when aquaman's standing in the water in the background yeah, when, when aquaman's standing in the water and then when he turns around and he's talking to bruce those backgrounds yeah, that I are incredibly that. incredibly fake news uh, <laughs> well, yeah, the, uh, I had even even moments that. even moments in the flying fox or in the bat cave you could tell like when there's close-ups of bruce talking to diana when they're talking shit um the background's kind of like Obviously, blues, you know, CGI, whatever. But I mean, I, th- that stuff. To be honest with you, it did not bother me as much as maybe it bothers other people because I was so engulfed in the performances well, and Gal Gadot smiling and anything, Flash being funny. Any good story, it's all, it all depends on character. So every anything's yeah. character driven, dude. You know, and they were yeah. and they were great. So that's that's what right. counts. You know? I didn't you, think there was one bad actor in this film. Cause uh, yeah. you know the um, mm. the 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 CGI with those. Intelligent system analytic computer is activated. Whoa! <laughs> oh, shit. Cy- uh, Cyber who, trunks. Who, who, who's got cyborg in there? Yeah. In the, room, <laughs> the um. Someone stepped on a toy. Like all those um those purple things popping out of that territory in northern Russia. Like, oh, I, I think the, the I vines. Think, yeah, I think that CGI could is a little weird. Like that was kind of a hard. You know, to pull it's tough off, because. You know? We've come, you know, we are so spoiled by really good effects that things that we would we would see maybe five years ago and think they're amazing. We're our our senses are too attuned to things. Yeah, do you ever? I was we were watching shit in the eighties, man. <laughs> like being blown away by that it, right? Shit, yeah, we're we're spoiled. So, we're spoiled by technology, so uh, we you know our eyes pick up on things that I think that um comparison, yeah, yeah. It's just just the way it is, and you know the thing too is like you can't really harp too much on you know underwater stuff or space. You know the shit's not real. There's no, no that, way that, that, that stuff real. like you can nitpick. <laughs> I don't have a pro- see. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that stuff. You can you can nitpick it, but I don't really have a problem. It's like yeah, just nitpick. It's not ruining it, the movie. It, for well, me. What's important is the acting and the characters and, and the costumes and shit like that. You know. And That's- the fucking we haven't even fucking talked about the post credit scene. That's all. I got some cons first. I got some. Oh yeah, let, let's going, get the cons going. out of the way. Let's yeah. grump. Let's grump for a bit. Let's uh, grump. For grump a the grump it's, hour. I mean, it's real small, but. Man, Batman is not my favorite character in this movie. Okay. Right, I don't yeah. know if it was, you know, Ben Affleck's looking a little weird in Bat. some scenes or looking a little stiff in the suit. Or, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just felt like he was off in some scenes. Yeah, because in, in Batman maybe, versus maybe Superman. Like the scenes without the mask. Dude, like, you know, I have to admit that. Batman and Batman vs Superman, I liked a little more because I mean, come yeah. on, that warehouse scene, yeah, that nightmare Batman scene. Too. He's way brutal. <laughs> he's, he's unhinged. Yeah. He's unhinged. Yeah. It was the unmasked scenes were not. I don't know something off about. I, th- that I think Batman no, had to I take agree. a back seat. And, 
I think he had to take a back seat in this movie because uh, these yeah. new guys had to shine, yeah. you know? I felt I felt yeah, that way. I, he's got top billing, right? He's he's Probably he's top billed yeah. cast, but to me, I don't even think that he had most of the screen time. Mm. It didn't feel yeah. that way, at least. I think Cyborg I, I, and Flash I, had a lot of screen time. Oh shit, time, dude! Yeah. Uh, like yeah. I was surprised at how much screen time Cyborg got. He, like, I'm telling you, he's he was good, the dude. star of several scenes. He's good, man. Several. The kid's good. They didn't have the scene with Cyborg and Batman uh, where I didn't think you were real. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. On the on the rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm real. <laughs> that real when I need to be. Oh no, it's in yeah. the uh, it's in the tunnels. Yeah, I think you. Get, yeah. We were talking about this whenever the initial thing came out for San Diego Comic Con. You're like, yeah, they shot that just so they had some promo for San Diego Comic Con too. Oh. Yeah, they kind of true. Did, yeah, yeah, we did forget about that. It was oh. it was a sizzle reel. They they came up with certain things. Um, no, I mean, um, I, I have to agree with Grumps on. Um, batman real quick um of course i i want to see it another two or three you know another at least two times but it just felt like that when batman was in his car he was kicking a lot of ass when his wife in his what sorry when he was in the batmobile thank you jesus he was he was was kicking ass i mean it's not as good as the 89 batmobile but it just seemed like that when he was fighting the parademons he didn't they didn't really show a whole lot with him and yeah he got some punches in but it just seemed like that he was being more overpowered by I, <clears throat> you know what you know what part i liked that i think was uh was i mean this isn't a, a con but we'll get back to the cons but one thing that i that i feel like they did on purpose to kind of show his presence was in the tunnels when wonder woman's about to get p- attacked by parademon and he fish hooks the shit out of it and then it, yeah. it pans out and he's standing up on top of the uh the night crawler and he's like silhouette this is like a silhouette with a backlight that was looks pretty fucking sick. There, there, there was what one battering in the entire movie that I can remember. Oh, you're right. And he throws, he throws that throws like, a berry. Uh, he throws that berry. Uh, and he throws well, some kind was, of like a bomb. Yeah, was that? Bird. Yeah, was that maybe uh, an exploding battering that he threw at uh, at the one parademon? It's definitely and, not and, big enough to be. Yeah, it looks pretty small. But, you know, uh, and, and that, that part it. when he comes swooping in there though, whatever he throws, that part is oh, bad at. Pretty slow. Pretty slow. Yeah. yeah. And and when he jumps in from the uh, gargoyle down onto the uh, roof, and and when he jumps backwards on uh, when he's flipping behind the uh, parademon. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, and dude, he I did, forgot he about did, that. That's amazing. And he did a uh, and he did the backflip off the uh, water tower when he was taking out the criminal there too. Yeah, yeah. You know what else he looks badass when he's just jumping off? He just does a little hop off the nightcrawler. And he looks fucking badass. Yeah, <laughs> he is bulky. He is a clunky Batman. He doesn't feel very aerodynamic, but he does. Uh, you know, he does have cool movements. He wasn't supposed to shine in this movie. He was uh, supposed to take the back seat and let the other guys, Superman, Cyborg, and I think Flash, they were supposed to shine. You know? I Flash. think yeah, the like, uh, Bat- scenes... Batman was kind of quarterbacking it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they gave him the begin the beginning that Gotham scene was like where he peaked five minutes and then they got to everybody else during the rest of the movie. Uh, any other? So, what are the cons? Cans. Cans. Hmm. I uh, uh, the tonal shift was weird for me, man. Like uh, it started off so like oh man those the Gotham scene, the museum scene, and the Amazonian the Amazons like which I was like oh shit, and then the rest of the movie was really good, but I, I feel like it just didn't. I don't know, live up to that aesthetic and it didn't it didn't on. get yeah it's had weird, that early pop it? had an early pop and then uh, it sprinkled out a little bit it kind but... of like evened out a little I don't know I don't know what it is Superman they missed out on a big moment I thought it was yeah you know, that was kind of weird to me too I, that was probably the, my biggest gripe is how they brought Superman back for this movie uh, oh the yeah. resurrection yeah that's my biggest I, gripe I agree yeah I. I I think it would have felt uh, much more fitting if 
he just showed, showed up, up as a surprise to them. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Justice League's yep. getting their asses kicked. Steppenwolf, yeah. you know, rips Cyborg's leg off. And right when they've all lost hope, then, you know, maybe when he's swinging his axe down towards Batman or swinging his axe like he's going to kill one of the Justice League members, you know, you see a hand stop him. <laughs> And it's Superman. That's true. I think that was. I think. But, I think his introduction could have been a lot better. We're on the same token, though, we're, what about the average moviegoer? Would they know? I mean, how would they be able to explain I think why Superman just came out of nowhere? I, I, think, I think it's the average movie's gonna love it. I think they will love the movie overall. I just think it's still just a weird scene. It's just we. It's weird. You know what? Though? I it, think uh, it's cool that they have to fight him, though. I think. So, I think it is something cool, cool oh, about that. Was, that that is cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, was... it, I mean, I think that scene saves itself. I don't know. How, in a way, it saved itself because up until he becomes resurrected, to me, it just felt fucking weird. It was just something about yeah. Yeah, seeing. It is, it is uh, weird. It was something about seeing Aquaman <laughs> rolling a casket out when and they're, they're all standing his around. Grave. It's like morbid yeah. and comical. It's just. It's that, what that the was... fuck is going on? It, it, Those you know have what? to be all the reshoots. I don't think that should have been comical because Death of Superman's funeral, even though everyone's like, eh, it's so dark, gloomy. I thought it was epic. You know, like the 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 you know the old school symbol on the cat black casket and the the cannons, yeah. like the end of Dawn of Justice. Yeah, so like similar imagery or a similar in that similar vein to get his casket out of the ground. Yeah, you shouldn't make that comical with like Flash and, and Cyborg like digging him up. I don't know. Like, also, it's like, if you see just, just did the same thing in the previous movie. You, you resurrected a Kryptonian and then went completely sideways. Yeah, I just oh, man. why would you do it again? Like yeah, this is, you uh, saw this happen when Soups fights them. Uh, you're right; it saves it because yeah, it's yeah, growing pains true. for the team. You know what yeah. I mean, and that's cool. And, yeah. and the whole interaction with him and all of them, especially with the Flash, <laughs> in that scene is oh, fucking yeah. beautiful. Dude, yeah. Dude, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, I told you, Pet Cemetery. Like, it's <laughs> so he, oh, he, good. He just, he just says Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> so great, so great. And um, uh, <laughs> and after when Superman, we talked about it earlier. When Superman has a hold of of Wonder Woman and a hold of Aquaman, and Cyborg's trying to blast him back. And Flash tries to run up behind him, but then he sees him, he drops them, and starts taking swings at Flash, and it goes into, like, you know, Flash speed, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's just dodging punches, like, every, yeah. every single one of those punches would have killed him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the, the only contact that's ever made is when he dodges that last punch that's close. And then Superman just kind of shoulders him away, and it sends yeah. him flying. It's it's a I, I've never seen a, I've never seen a scene save itself like that before. I was like, wow, I fucking love this. Actually, I don't hate it. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's definitely it's definitely a point in the movie where I think everyone's gonna be like, what the fuck, huh? I'm like, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah, what the fuck? But you know, here's these parts. So. <laughs> but do you but, think um, that's Whedon's influence? Because this that just took the runtime. It's two hours basically flat. A lot of Snyder movies are what? How long was Watchmen? Like four hours or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> think... He's two. He's two and a half. Easy. If you let him, if you let him roll with it, he'll go three. Right. So that was the same thing with uh, Batman vs Superman. It was what originally again like three and a half hours, but he has those really dramatic scenes, like you know, if you're saying in the beginning, the mascara. I mean Gotham. It's like so romanticized and like gorgeous mm-hmm. when he shoots those yeah. scenes. So amazing. I'm, I'm gonna miss so, him, man. This guy's aesthetic. No one else yeah. does it like him. I don't love oh. him or hate him. His aesthetic is so great. Yeah, he, I he, agree with he you, has, but I think we yeah. coming in really like Tom's saying. Like we're saying all the funny parts and stuff like that. I think that's where Weedon comes in and is like, you know, we gotta make this a little more like lighter. Yeah, Weedon made it. I think Weedon made it a little more generic. Like he, he put you know, he put a little dust down on a little it. bit. 
Yeah. yeah, just like Marvel, like you know, everything is like the same formula, cookie cut, funny, s- plays it safe, ha ha ha, fun, great movie, hundred thousand percent Rotten Tomatoes, you know. So we hadn't talked uh, about J.K. Simmons, aka J.K. Rowling, as yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Dude, that, <laughs> you know what? That guy did nothing for me in this movie. Like I thought, really? I, I thought he was. Uh, to me, I wasn't, I, I wasn't feeling him. I th- he's like the same guy. What's the guy that he plays in Spider Man? No, Jonah. No way. No way. Yeah, yeah, for me, no. He, he didn't way. do he's anything. So I, I, th- I think. I think you need to watch Spider Man again because so everything J.K. Jameson says is like this. Parker. Yeah, I'll take. He did nothing. He, did, I mean, he was, he was there. He was there, but he was not. Yeah. Jonah is so Wait, over the top. You know what it is? I so think, I think because he cemented himself in that role for me anyway. That it's hard to look past it to see. Oh no, this is. It's hard for me to see him like. Oh, that's Commissioner Gordon. You know oh, what I mean? He's Jonah. I get it. I get it's that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like transition. Yeah. He's, it's almost like at first Will Will Smith is so fucking famous. It's hard. It's just you're watching Will Smith. How can he be Deadshot? I'll tell you, know you know one I mean? thing, man. I miss Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon today. Oh, of course. That guy was great, yeah. man. So yeah, yeah. Um, what, what I else agree. Was he he could have just been anybody else, really, in that role. Right. I, he I didn't like. There's nothing special. He has a lot him. of promise to it, but I mean, I think in the Batman solo stand out more but yeah, he was like, he was barely in this he had what two scenes yeah. he, he played yeah. too big but of another comic I, book universe character to take it away as gordon you know for me like all all he was in this was just being his main thing was to be commissioner gordon standing on the rooftop and he that's all it was looked, yeah. he looks yeah. more like commissioner gordon standing on a rooftop than gary oldman did that's true, true. gary oldman was pretty mm-hmm. young he Gary Oldman was always like really to me. It was like he's sexy, Gordon. You know what they do? The uh, Keaton's Gordon. They need to oh, throw. No. His, they need to throw him in the water. Get the mother box and Flash going to uh, to bring him back. And, uh, he was. He, I think he was the worst Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ate Gordon. <laughs> but Commission, he was Gordo. C- Commissioner Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Gordo. <laughs> that oh, Commissioner okay. Gordon could have eat, could have eaten Eckhart too. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Thinking about his future, man. No easy task. <laughs> uh, any other grumps? Any other grumps with the film? That I'm not still sitting there watching it. Any anybody yeah. ha- anybody hate anything? I don't. When I first got the movies, I I, I was talking to you guys in Kick and talking with. You guys are, I think this goes for anybody. Once you talk to friends about it, it's actually lifted my initial reaction to it yeah. higher than what I would have initially have given it. Like I said, when I went into it, I was expecting, I mean, <clears throat> I guess my hopes were, in the back of my mind, my, my hopes were still high. Like the part where Alfred says, you know, in that trailer where you hear the thump and his uh, glass kind of ripples. And he's like, oh, uh, he said you'd come. Let's hope that it's not too late. I was expecting that scene, and for like, bam, you'd see Hal Jordan. Yeah, who the fuck was that? Something, but uh, the Green know. Lantern. Oh, you mean the I think scene? that's. I think you know what that is. That's Superman was originally in the black suit. I think yeah. he probably came to Alfred in the red suit, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, you're here." And then he goes to fight uh, Steppenwolf at the end. I think it's Batman. His, if you notice, Batman like chunks himself seeing Superman fighting Steppenwolf in that scene. Like he has the biggest smile out of anybody in that room. Post credit scene. Mm. Post credit oh. scene. Um, first one. First one. Flash. Uh, racing awesome. Superman. Amazing. That's Beautiful. a throwback to the like golden age, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beautiful. I think that was definitely Josh Whedon who threw that post credit scene in. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Remember how much Barry hates the the idea of brunch. And then Sue's yeah. like, if you lose, yeah. you got to buy us, bro. <laughs> so that's straight betrayal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but before that, though, uh, Soup says, uh, yeah, because Barry's talking about, you know, it's not like a macho competition or anything. And Soup says, no, but if I win, you're off the team. 
there's something that i love to think about when is is superman and batman joking around making fun of barry and then superman going and telling him later the fact that they you know it's just like they're fucking palling around in the back of the fucking movie somewhere but uh, that racing was the shit so that's that's superman's suit in all its glory right there yeah, yep. man, people are gonna love that. And then, and then you sit back, and then you wait for the co- the credits, and you're not sure. Me, dude, this was what two weeks ago when I'm sitting in the theater and uh, at the uh, at the theater over on uh, freaking Beverly in Hollywood. I had n- there was nothing spoiled for me, nothing going on, and we're just I'm sitting there. I watched that mid credit scene, and I was like, okay, cool. And I'm literally just waiting there with some friends, not thinking anything's coming. It was by chance that I stayed in the theater and waited, and it came on. And when I oh what the fuck, right from the people who didn't get it spoiled, who didn't get that spoiled for them, what did you think it was gonna be? I didn't, I didn't get it spoiled. What did you guys think? All right, it was here's the thing. That, all right, I'll, I'll say this though. There's mm. been a rumor circulating that it was gonna be The Rock as Black Adam. Oh really? Yeah. That 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 was yeah. a rumor, and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll take it with a grain of salt. That'd be pretty crazy. But Not this nearly was, as but this cool was, as what it was. This was better. So oh, yeah. Yeah. So like we we open up in um I don't know where he's locked up but uh Ark- it's Arkham Asylum is he in Arkham all right he's, it's yeah, Arkham because that's the patch the second time around it's the patch that's Arkham yeah there. so I was like all right is this some Batman shit so like uh you know he's asking Lex why are you Luther, not leaving huh? your cell you know this night the guy's bold I, I for once for a split second I thought you know the guy's like a, a bald white weird looking guy's like. Could that be Calendar Man instead? Like, imagine that. That's just me, though. You know? oh, wow. Obviously, um, he turns the inmate around and he notices it's not Lex, but some, you know, other inmate that Lex must have swapped with, right? Yep. And then uh, the next scene co- cuts over to a boat at night in the water. Close up. And then you see, uh-huh. and then you see so the back of Deathstroke's head. Yeah. As, it's so subtle and close up. Though. At now, first, you're not sure what you're looking at. Here's the beauty. I of didn't it even all. notice the head first. I noticed the sword first, and that's when I knew. I yeah. I noticed I noticed the tassels on the sword. Yes, yeah, tass- same yeah. here. Yep. Yep. Totally. So here, here's the beauty of it. The whole theater went nuts. Oh with, yeah. With less than half of them even knowing who it was, but still yeah. going nuts. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I gotta do it. And I scream out in the theater. That's fucking Deathstroke. And then, <laughs> uh, then other people are like, oh shit, oh. And then. When you, when you see the bolt pull up to that big yacht, oh. and, uh, and Lex is there yeah. with his bolt. Look, he looks like fucking Aiken, nope. right? <laughs> before, before he, before you see Lex, you get a nice full shot of Deathstroke slow motion yeah, yeah, stepping yeah. up to the boat. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. how and how great I is thought the they were gonna when he talks. Oh, he sounded uh, so perfect. good, and I. I oh, thought they yeah. were going to tease us, and we were only going to see him with the mask on. Oh, yeah, oh. me too. But yeah. then they had him oh, pop the yeah. top. And with the gray hair. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yo, and, and the sash. You know, the first thing I said was, because I, I did say this, I said, I had a, I have a gut feeling Slade's going to be in the um in the Just League movie somehow, because I, I thought back about how Joe teased that post about Deathstroke, and yeah. they did all that filming for a test shot on set. I was like, something just didn't really add up to me with all of that. And uh, once Joe took the mask off and you saw Slade oh, Wilson, I was like, oh, shit. And what does uh, Lex say uh, that they're oh, forming man. a league? We should form says, our own. He says, I couldn't yeah. miss the return of God back in the air and blah, blah, blah. And they go back and forth. He goes, I hope this wasn't a waste of time. And he goes, you know, they're all together now, like saving the world. Don't you think we need a league of our own? And it's like, oh, shit. Dude, Secret society. Well, <laughs> I was expecting, like, 
Because at the end of the movie, you see the parademons go, you know, run, you know, fly towards Steppenwolf, and then the boom tube takes them all away. I was expecting, okay, well, maybe. And my original theory was you would see maybe Darkseid killing Steppenwolf, like being saying, hey, you know, you failed me again. I can't accept failure, then kill him. That's why I, so I was like, I'm, my, you know, I'm edging my seat to make sure the Flash and Superman race. So it's like, oh, hell yeah. And then. I'm like okay, I know there's you know there's got to be another one, so I'm sitting there and people are getting up and leaving, and they show the leave. the Arkham scene, and I so I'm like okay, this isn't Dark Side anymore. Well, I, I, I didn't see when the guard was walking up to him. I thought maybe when he turned, when he, you know Lex around, I thought it was going to be some kind of a, a a nod to Dark Side, but when the guy started laughing, I'm like I was completely fooled from the beginning. I I'm like thinking I'm like what the fuck is going on. But yeah, like when they show the boat and I saw the two swords, like you guys were saying, I'm sitting there going, I was just like, fuck yeah. And that, <laughs> looking at me, people next to me are looking at me. And dude, <laughs> Jesse, that is Lex Luthor. And Dawn of Justice, I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really like his character because he was too uppity or too flamboyant, too I guess. He was yeah, also yeah. not confident, which is not but Lex like, Luthor. When, when you now he, he wasn't he wasn't confident then because th- there's a clear change in him from the yeah. first scene where he's in the movie and he's convincing people to let him do whatever he wants to when his brain breaks after he's exposed to the information about Deppenwolf and Darkseid and the invasion that's coming and he just fucking slips and then now he's back to normal and he he's Lex again. Yeah, but and but now like, but now he's criminal Lex. Like the first yeah. time we met him, he wasn't a criminal. He was just a yeah. rich. Yeah, but Robert yeah. didn't you always that's say that's he was the son of Lex? He is the son well, of Lex. Yeah, he yeah he yeah he's not he's not the Lex Luthor that everyone thinks he is. Yeah, he, he's I, Alexander. I thought he was Luthor because because he, <laughs> he, <laughs> says, just... he says uh, in his first scene in uh, Dawn of Justice that that's not mine. That's my dad's name on the sign, and yeah. Lex Luthor's. Dad's name isn't Lex; it's Lion. But just, just, because, uh, just that's what I was, I was telling Colt yesterday. Like Colt was complaining about Jesse Eisenberg. And I'm like, that's that's the Lex Luthor origin. He's not fully formed when we see yeah. him with the hair and yeah. you know the way he is now. Yeah, in this like movie. Every, everyone's used to the the Gene Hackman, where you just yeah. get introduced to him when he's 55. And, I, also, uh, I also don't think that they was also like, take that's, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, they also take the Smallville one as though Smallville That'll was gospel. Yeah, I mean, you know, small, yeah, Smallville was gospel where you had uh, Superman that couldn't even fly yet fighting Doomsday, who was formerly yeah. a paramedic. Or you mean, or you mean best friend Lex, who's his best friend? Friends from work. Growing yeah. up, yeah, that too. So, I mean, but, uh, that show had a lot of the uh, Gotham syndrome, where the hero apparently grew up with everyone he would know in the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. Who's born himself? Mm-hmm. A- Who's pouring himself a glass of whiskey just like Bruce? <laughs> when Dustro comes yet. up on the boat and seeing him sitting on that couch with two female bodyguards in a suit, just the just the look, the vibe that I got from the screen is like, you know, he's not, you know, he's a serious, powerful genius. It was the least Jesse Eisenberg role I've ever seen Jesse Eisenberg yeah. play. Yeah. I, when I saw that, I'm like, I just bam, this is it. This is one of Superman's greatest. Villains on the screen. Better, and I better not be a waste of my time. And fucking so Deathstroke too, dude. I mean, oh, Deathstroke. I can't even believe that shit. I, yeah. I shit you. I shit you not. When I'm watching it, when I was watching it right now for the second time, people were leaving after the first credit. I literally yelled at them. 
you don't want to leave now. There's another cutscene. They looked at me like I was some fucking impotent and still walked out. <laughs> I got work tomorrow. You hate I'm your like, job and you know it. I'm like, you idiots. Do you know what you're missing right now? You tell them, Legends. Justice League is a buffet taster tester, whatever the fuck you call it. What do you call this, Tom? When you when you just take a little sample of each. What is that, Tom? They have a word for that fucking... Uh... Yeah, the buffet. You, yeah. you take a little bit of everything in the buffet. Dude, you don't... Here's what the buffet had. We can get a little, uh, little Aquaman taste tester. Cyborg taste tester. Little fucking Flash taste tester. We got uh, Deathstroke. They mentioned Lanterns. They mentioned Darkseid. You know what I mean? Death, they, they yeah, mentioned, Deathstroke um... is the... Deathstroke is the... Uh, this frozen yogurt at the end that you don't think you have room for. But surprisingly, you have plenty of room for it. <laughs> and, then, um, and they foreshadowed Ben's leaving because I'm getting, what did he say? I'm getting too old for this or I'm doing this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, Diana says, you, you know, you can't do this forever because he's a mess. You know, he's just yeah. beat up. And twice they mentioned 20 years in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I completely forgot one of my favorite Batman lines is when um, Alfred and he, he and Alfred are going back and forth a little bit and he's talking about. Like why you can't bring Superman back or Superman this or that, and then uh, Bruce cuts him off and he goes, "He's more human than I am." That was yeah. good. That was yeah. really oh, fucking yeah. and, and, great and that, line. And, that, and how he further explains, you know, he didn't just stop there. He says, you know, he, he found love and he had a, a job and all these even with that all did. that power. Fuck, that's great writing, man. That's loved it. Loved that was it. really it's, good. Yeah. It was a solid, but it's not perfect. Yeah, it's true. It's not perfect, but it, it serves its purpose, and that's. An introduction to the expansion of the DCEU. All right, boys. So we're gonna do we're gonna do the initial rating system for the first viewing. Uh, let's start with Opie. <laughs> out of uh, out of out of ten Chris Christie resignation letters. How you know? <laughs> uh, you know that sounds good, man. I'd say uh, nine nine out of ten probably. It's it's nice. definitely up there, man. I'm gonna see it again this weekend, but like it's yeah. up there. I really did. Did you see it with the misses? Fuck no. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, trunks out of um ten um graham cracker. How do you give it? <laughs> well, uh, initially when I first came out, I was gonna say it's a solid eight, but yeah. like I said, after talking to you guys and remembering certain things, and I'd definitely give it a, I'd definitely give it a solid nine. Wow, go bumped it up a piece, all right? Yeah, I bumped it up at least a, a full, full uh, gram crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grumps out of uh, out of ten cult Ubers. Cult nine, Ubers. <laughs> nine, nine. Fucking nine, Ubers from the Grumps. Ubers. From the Grump meter. The Grump meter's no joke. Yeah. That's the that's the one I was most that was most interested yeah, to hear. No, you know the, the the Grump meter is like, you know what the at those uh street fairs or carnivals you gotta hit the thing with the hammer, the bell to, to get the thing all the way up to the bell. Well, test like, your might. Yeah, the test your might. Well Grumps is like double the length of most people. <laughs> you know, like dude, dude, you, you don't know what it what it takes for me to Oh, word. Ooh, oh. little baby legends. Well, that was a nine, I think, from her. I'm just saying, you don't know what it took for me to say Batman wasn't my favorite in this movie. Oh, and that must hurt to hear. I don't think he's uh. supposed to be in this movie. He wasn't my favorite either. I, I think you have to let the other guy shine. Batman can easily outshine P. He's freaking Batman, so I think they wanted him to take a back seat and introduce new characters. You know, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin, out of a 10 Tim Hortons. Uh, well, talking with you guys uh, a little bit in the car on the way home, I was bouncing around an 8.5 to a 9. And after going through this and re being reminded of uh, how many how many things I loved in it, 
Uh, yeah, I'm settling at that nine like everybody else. Settling at the nine. All right, not bad. Uh, Legends out of uh, 10 Gal Gadot selfies. <laughs> you know, uh, after watching it um, at the premiere with uh, with uh, Tom, my initial reaction was a nine. But after watching it tonight for the second time and kind of soaking everything up and remembering more things, I'd have to bump it up to at least a 9.2. 9.2, wow. Fucking heavy hitters, man. The top out of 10 uh, In-N-Out rappers, man. Um, With the cheese in them. When I, I came out of the uh, press screening, was that two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago when I came out of the press screening. And uh, I was blown the fuck away at some of the things I saw. The post-credit scene was... I, dude, two things Two things um, to me, like three things for me, <laughs> makes this a 9.5. One of them being uh, the first initial Batman scene, um, seeing Superman be Superman and beating the fuck out of Steppenwolf, and um, the post-credit scene with uh, with Deathstroke. Uh, and I gotta add in the Amazonian human and uh, the old gods, bro. Seeing the fucking old gods with Green Lantern, uh, nine point five for me. Nine point five. Wow. wow. I don't even. And for you? Oh, shit, man. I don't know. How man. many? How many? Mar- out, of, out of ten, Martha's cupcakes. Oh, I feel like going right now, boy. Why did you say that cake? <laughs> oh shit! You know, uh, right? I gotta see it again, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at it. For me, I'm gonna leave it at eight point five right now, cause uh, okay. I don't know. There's, there's this weird tonal shift that that is really weird with me, and I need to see it again. Um, cause uh, yo, man, I love Zack Snyder, man. I, 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 Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, my theory for the DCEU is, I think with Jeff Johns working with them, I have this gut feeling that they eventually want to do something like a Dark Side War movie because they mm. got to introduce new characters. Why else would Shazam be getting a movie? I mean, no, you mean that's a, that's a little left field. So the fact that he's getting a movie because Shazam plays a, a nice role in uh, that Dark Side uh, War saga. So. And then they got to introduce the lantern. So I have, I have a gut feeling that's what they might be shooting for. That's why we're hearing Suicide Squad 2 already. Like, they give two fucks on what the critics say about that, Suicide yeah. Squad. Warner Brothers, had, they had such a good year that they don't even give a shit how Justice League <laughs> did or not. And Justice League's going to do great anyway. Because who the fuck is not going to go to the movies and see a movie with The Flash, Batman, Superman, and yeah. fucking Wonder Woman in Fans have this these perceptions about that the studio is so concerned with what Rotten Tomatoes says and that the studio must be so concerned with, oh, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, then it's a I failure. I don't think it's that's, the fans, that's Rob, just I think it's people. just the haters that are hoping that the studios are like going to stop production on these films. They're so stupid. Yeah, as, long as, as long as it makes, what is it, $200 million? Is that the mark? Yeah. As long well, as they break even, they're probably still going to be popping these bad boys out. And I think $200 million is when you greenlight a sequel or a branch off movie. That's like the standard. Like it's Fast and Furious stuff, right? They always, or Transformers I'm here, stuff. And here's another thing they, they were talking about how Justice League could even flop, which uh, of course it won't. Financially, it's going to do great. But Warner Brothers had such a good year with just just movies like Lego Batman or Wonder Woman or fucking It that Warner yeah, Brothers doesn't right. even yeah. give a f- And yes, yeah, so to our listeners, thanks for tuning in to this uh, wild-ass review of the Justice League movie. And if you're listening to the show, then you're probably a DC fan anyway. But tell anyone that might be interested in seeing the movie... To you know, make up their own minds. Don't listen to all the bullshit and the criticism out there because uh, the world's a weird place, especially on social media. And uh, 
you never know what to believe or what not to believe. But take it from us that this is one of those movies I I, believe, I strongly believe for anyone, casual goer, movie f- a fan, comic book fan, whatever. I think at best you come you're gonna come away liking it. And uh, it's an excellent buffet, a, a taster tester for an extended DCEU movie universe. Check the movie out, man. You know, it's really good. Hit a matinee, you know? Then you got a couple extra bucks to spend if you want to go get yourself some, you know, that, that fucking bodega oatmeal, you know, with them quarter waters. Or fucking, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is the Bat Force. And uh, rate and review us, please. All right, peace. Hey, Gotham Dwellers. Make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.